just cash money, babe. That's just all I'm worried about. You know what I got to get. You know what I'm doing, gang. Cash, cash money, babe. Clock is always running, babe. Too used to do the maneuver and now it's running late. Cash, cash money, bags. All I dream about music is the avenue. You just do the songs about cash, cash money, babe. Got to go, it's running late. On the ground like all the time. Come and join me, babe. show all right we're here we did it how you feeling i'm feeling pretty good actually I feel like you yelled yourself out before we started the episode <laughs> i warmed up i warmed up Crocious was yelling about the <clears throat> excuse me the nfl players association before we started absolutely and the xfl so we're, we're watching the xfl the 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 in, the insatiable need to watch football in this country but yeah, this is spring a bad. League. Well, then there's USFL too. There's oh, multiple. There's wow. there's That's spring right. football abound. Because again, I think about yeah, it. We've talked about it before on the show, like the original XFL. By the way, welcome. This is Keith Pazel. We uh, we're gonna we're gonna be watching a little bit of television and making fun of the world and ourselves via what is on TV. Absolutely. So we're watching a uh, the XFL owned by a Dwayne the Rock Johnson, as you were saying, correct? Yes. And again, I think of the one with Vince McMahon 20 years ago, over 20 years ago, how that failed. But again, the idea, because when I think of the USFL, when I, I'm old enough to remember the USFL, the original USFL from 83 to 85. That and was that, the the popular one. That's the one oh, that, that it, has the all-time rushing record. I feel like that the NFL kind of holds that fact back. Interesting. About uh, how like the WWE always tries to tell people that they're like the 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 beginning of wrestling started with them. Like, I feel like the NFL is tries to hide that there were other football leagues. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't I mean, you know, the USFL was actually a decent product. What was smart about it is that they signed good players because the World Football League tried competing in the early mid 70s, but that didn't quite work well enough. And one of the key owners who owned the Tampa Bay Bandits, Burt Reynolds, invested in the Tampa Bay Bandits. I mean, they actually had some yeah, high and profile. became the key owner. I mean, That's how powerful Burt was. In but, the, in Burt that Reynolds era. was the leading man of movies when I was uh, eight to twelve years old. Eight to twelve. Burt Reynolds was a fucking star. Hell yeah, of the highest order. And uh, and so the league. But then Trump came in and just did his tactics, you know, and just. He he absolutely he basically was like oh we're gonna sue the NFL. Here's the thing that yeah, but did you hate Trump always? Oh, I thought he, I remember being at that. I was 14. Like who's this asshole? I never liked him ever. Liked I think him. it's just because I had him in the Little Rascals movie. Well, it's because I was like this guy is, the, is a. I knew it as a 14 or 15 year old. This is how I was like this guy's a complete shameless. He was always on li lifestyles of the rich and famous with Robin Leach. You know, lifestyles of the rich and famous. He was always on that. He was just this gross 
figure. You know, I, I, I told the story before when he had his first, his first of six bankruptcies, his first one that he owed $3 billion to his creditors on in the early nineties. You know, uh, I thought to myself, I was in college. God, thank God, this guy's going to be gone. This guy's going to be gone because he's going to go bankrupt and, and he's going to just go away. And I remember thinking, Thank God, I'm never going to... And he was dormant until that fucking Apprentice show was like, Jesus Christ, yeah. this guy stuck around for 15 years. That kind of got people back on his side. Absolutely, I, I, it I did. I think people saw him as like harmless. All right, he's in his little corner. We found a cage for Donald. But there's also some people who think, hey, he's the essence of success. So therefore, we got to listen to what he well, says because he's really successful. The American version of it, yeah. Wow, because you are dumb he's the american version <laughs> of successful in the sense that it's all a facade well exactly you know and it's just like because there and, really and, is and, no real like there is but those are people that make like 250 grand a year and have a nice two-story and a cul-de-sac well, I like mean, that's uh, real success yeah <laughs> no i mean no trust me this country has tremendous wealth it has tremendous freakish amounts I feel like of we wealth, just had a small you know? earthquake or am i fucking you know? no, uh, no, no, maybe maybe no. or am i <laughs> usually larry feels those but yeah, if they were having yeah. a quake it'll be like oh no yeah that'd be i can i want to say this i don't want to jinx anything i haven't felt one in a while i it's been a year or so yeah and it's, we it's slept a, through one there was one in like over and there was one in the ocean that was pretty pretty okay it was a pretty okay earthquake <laughs> pretty okay earthquake. <laughs> not a bad earthquake well, I wonder, because if you don't know Look this, at people, AJ McCarron. You know, I have a theory, and this is totally We're watching wrong. an XFL game, by the way. <laughs> and I was going off how the USFL was actually had a Just chance. Just mind you're putting your hand yeah. in front of the camera. Uh, the, the USFL actually had a chance of becoming successful, but they tried, tried doing it in court and suing them, for an, them meaning the NFL, for antitrust. And they won, but they got a $3 settlement. Yeah. So it just ruined the league. And Trump wanted to go uh, go up against them right away in the fall. And, and the guy was the main, was the smart guy. I was like, no, no. We Trump's need to be team a, was good, wasn't it? The, the, the New he Jersey generals. The generals. Yeah. Well, he, he signed Herschel Walker. That's been his lifelong connection was through that. Doug Flutie, Gary Barbaro, Nike, Adidas. No, yeah. <laughs> Delta, McDonald's, <laughs> Ray Kroc. But it's the truth. Mr. He, Rogers. He signed names, but the generals weren't one of the best. They were a good team. The Philadelphia Stars, coached by Jim Mora, were actually really, Do you know who played for the Philadelphia Stars? It was. Uh, it, there's a lot of Steve Grogan and shit like no, no. that. <laughs> Chuck Fusina was the quarterback. Colin Bryant was a good running back, actually, for them. They didn't have. Re Reggie White played for the Memphis Showboats, you know? And then. I think, yeah, the 80s was a lot used as leverage for a lot of. The, or the, oh. the USFL was used for contract leverage for a lot Listen, of USFL teams. But, but players made. The NFL play. A defensive back in like 1981. Do you know what a defensive back made in like 1981 in the NFL? They made like. A hundred thousand bucks a year, maybe. That was it. If if that, I think a lot of guys made like sixty, seventy thousand bucks a year. The USFL. Hey, Larry. Yeah. Did you feel that? I thought there was a small little earthquake. No, I, I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel anything. Fucking tripping, bro. None. I had the one little espresso this morning. <laughs> maybe it's just me from twisting. I'm getting my desk. No, no, going. but but the point is the USFL. Uh, with that, they, they thiefed good players. Anthony Carter played in the USFL. Steve the, Young used his. Steve Young played for the LA he Express. He still gets paid by whatever. Gets, well, yeah, he got an annuity. Whatever Chinese bank owns the fucking LA Express. I remember when that happened. When they like when they signed him with that contract, it was like this 
mind-blowing number that I, I couldn't even wrap my head around. I didn't know there was like an annuity, which it's is like $200,000 or yeah, something just, like but, that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's it literally a, was like a $2 million contract. Well, no, well, yeah, it was a, I, I don't know how the annuity two, structure like works. Years. Wasn't it legit like a 20-year contract or something like that? Oh, yeah, like that? yeah, exactly. Oh, I think even yeah, longer, like 40. That's the draw. I think that was more a, a statement of intent for the league. I think that was whoever yeah, ran the league saying, yeah. like, Do you, the USFL is going to be around in 20 years to pay Steve Young. Yeah, well, yeah, Steve Young the yeah, money. played for the LA Express. Jim Kelly played for the Houston Gamblers. And Tampa Bay bought the rights off of the LA Express, right? The Because Steve Young played for the Bucks. Oh, uh, no, they, they had already drafted him, I believe. They, they had, so when the league folded... Uh, I think Tampa Bay had the had the rights to him, and uh, and and Bill Walsh pined after Steve Young. He he was, he was like this hybrid quarterback. He was a runner but a passer too. You know, not it was pre RPO. Obviously, the RPO thing has changed it. It it looks different. The product looks different. But yeah, with the XFL, uh, you know, again, if it was run appropriately, you know, an off league. This is why the USFL could have been successful. But Trump, uh, no, we're going to take on the NFL right away. We've been around for three years. Establish yourself for like one, two, or three more years. You could merge with the NFL, you know, and like several yeah. teams would emerge. Birmingham had a team, you know, but, but they were good. Uh, the Oklahoma Outlaws, the Arizona Bandits, the Outlaws. You know, what I mean, there was a lot of like markets that actually, like Phoenix had some people, but there's an NFL team. Here this we go. This Cardinals. just in. I don't know if this just happened or today. Harvey Weinstein sentenced to 16 years. Uh, I saw that. I didn't read the details. The, his Los Angeles sex crimes. He still yeah. has other sex crimes to. Ooh. To answer for what, what was that documentary done about him? Was there an HBO one? They, uh, there's been several. Yeah, there, there was probably one. a lifetime one that's not as good. No, yeah, yeah. The HBO one was like they interviewed some. I mean, known actresses and not known actresses, and it was like, I mean, he had a fucking. Uh, it, it wasn't a one. It wasn't a one off with Harvey Weinstein. There was a uh, systemic pattern going on with Mr. Weinstein. Oh yeah, and just uh, what a pathetic figure he really was. Well, yeah, he had a weird you know? mangled penis. We had, and just and, and was I guess like really like you think I'm ugly? Would have these weird like crying fits when he was with these who probably these, hissed. You know, <laughs> that'd be weird. <laughs> you know, that'd be weird. Be very weird. <laughs> Elon Musk probably has weird junk. Well, yeah, the whole like he's got weird appendages. The if, dick is an appendage, <laughs> after all. I got a lanky dick. Yeah, it's just there is like well, yeah. Didn't Hitler suppose he have a micro penis? Yeah, and his dick hole was up was down was like on the underside of his dick, so he literally had to sit down when he peed. Oh God. Ugh. Yeah. I, I'm sure you know that. Do you think that all that, the bad people probably had weird dicks? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a weird, like, sort of like developmental thing that yeah. goes on where a very fundamental part of you your body back is somehow deck. weird within the norms of what's weird. You know, it's like in the and, norms of what's weird. But also back then, like birth and stuff, like th things weren't very like sanitary. I think and well, I mean, diets weren't very good. Like weird deformities, I think, happened. You know, he looks it happens so now. terrible. I Ooh, mean, Weinstein. I oh, mean, yeah. even if he wouldn't have been a rapist. He didn't age well. Oh, I know. He would have. This is a rough time. Well, Harv. I think that the past ten years have aged him about thirty. Well, and it slanted the right side of his face. To be quite honest yeah. with you, it looks like the yeah. whole right side of his body's melting off of his. Yeah, he's gonna, fucking skeleton. He's gonna die like a. He's gonna die. He's gonna be beaten cell. in prison. Well, I wonder if he'll, he'll be, be like isolated. Like if they have like a, an isol. Like, don't they? Don't they have like isolation areas where like like high profile sort of people actually. Are, 
are separated yeah, away from the rest of I think that's usually for people who like bite people's jugulars out and stuff. He'll be in like a <laughs> yeah, the true violent thing. <laughs> He'll be but, in like a high max type of sitch sitch. Because I think people who are kind of like more known, I think they're sometimes protected from the rest of the population. You more known? But, this guy's more known. You know, like, like you know a famous, a real famous criminal, maybe like. I mean, he's famous. A matches Malone type of guy. (laughs) Old Johnny Fist. Johnny Fisticuffs. Fucking Mark. Oh, Marky Spoon. (laughs) You don't know Marky Spoon? Marky Spoon was bisexual in 1965. (laughs) Who's old number six? I think this guy's playing two ways. They got guys playing two ways. Is it Bubby Brister? Yeah. (laughs) Six was always a bizarre number. Ricky Pearl's son is playing wide receiver for one of these teams. Wow. Ricky Prohl, former bear. Wow. I remember Ricky Prohl, Ricky Prohl and Curtis hands. Conway were fucking lighting up the corners in the night uh, for the 1997 bears. Uh, Prohl, Prohl played, I think with the, with the Rams. Yeah. You he know, had a big, re- big reception in the NFC championship game when they beat uh, the Buccaneers 11 to six. He had the winning touchdown reception. Yeah. And he made it to what we called that year the Prohl Bowl. The pro, <laughs> I th- did he also play for the Cardinals? Did he Ricky was a Prol- journeyman of yeah, the yeah, highest order. I, I, I think, think he played, played for, for four or five teams. He had played. I think he had been to three or four stops before he got to the Bears. Oh yeah. Oh no. I, I think the Bears was the end of the road. By the way, I, I, I've been to digging- the end <laughs> of the road. I, I've been doing. I've been nerding. I've had time off this week for the first time in six weeks because I've been words. so fucking busy that I've been able to get back into bad habits of watching shitty things on, on YouTube. You know, so but I've been diving into the draft because I'm watching the Vikings podcast. Look, they're not giving him. I, I love. I love uh, that. I'll let you finish. Yeah, but they're they're really telling you what they think of his life. Harvey Weinstein has been sentenced to 16 years, <laughs> effectively ensuring he'll spend the rest of his life behind bars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not. They're yeah, just like yeah. look at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? What a? How old is he now? Is he in his 70s? Oh yeah. Oh, and he's already serving a 23 year sentence. Oh. For the New York, we call that the New York thing. God, but yeah, no. But my my, my point was, uh, what was I saying about yeah before with the with the uh, with the Harvey Weinstein shit? I was going off. Of. Sorry, about I don't that. know. It's okay. If we had a chat, I could be like, hey, yeah, chat, you know? Yeah, yeah but I, I was making a good point about. Uh, I know. You know I'm sorry. It's I okay, wanted man. to. It's okay. No, no big. I should I should remember that. I it is on me, not on you. You know? Ricky Prohl. You were talking about Ricky Prohl. Yeah, yeah. We were, you were journeyman. legitimately talking about Journeyman and Ricky Prohl. Yeah, it, it was the end of, and I was talking about Boys to Men to the end <laughs> of. And then you said you were you were watching a lot of. Oh, at the end of no, because the- you, you said you had been what you had been because uh, you had you'd been you had time off. So oh yeah, again, bad habits. So bad I was watching, habits. I was watching, the draft, the draft. Thank you so. Thank you for bringing me back, Keith. Bang, dude. Look yeah. at that, dude. With, with, with it, uh, is uh, I've been watching about the Vikings. Vikings don't have a very. It, the prospects aren't good this off season. Whereas the Bears, be ha- honestly, they flip the pick. I, I, if they can, oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, th- but they could turn that into like four more fucking picks, yeah, man. They, and a first, like a second. They were, they've been working out scenarios where you could like you got to trade. You that could pick. you could trick the Texans into trading down to the number two spot. Like you call up the Texans and you say, like. Hey, you fucked up by winning that last game. You should be where we are. Yeah. What do you yeah, want? Yeah. Just give us an offer. Yeah. For our number one pick. Oh, they, but dude, they, they can, they are in the catbird seat. They are in the catbird seat. And, and that's a good, that's a good place to be. It's a good, because you can, he's got to parlay that because they need bodies. So you got to go, go down 15 picks. 
but then get like four or five picks in return and a first round still this year and a couple more picks this year and a first round next year. You know what I mean? I mean, like parlay that into some actual, you know, some draft players. So that's what they need to do. Don't draft a fucking quarterback. You don't need to fuck. No, they're not. I know going. you're going to put that out there because you want to like think people you're well, just, pro day is next stupid. week too. So it's only going to heat up. <clears throat> yeah. Oh no. Oh yeah. It starts. The rumor mill really starts in the, uh, yeah, exactly. In the combine. That's where it really begins. So the combine, would it be awesome if they literally rolled players up in a cornfield <laughs> and like combine oh, them? God. They just had them lay there and whoever, whoever fucking made it through the combine <laughs> got to play Ooh, in the NFL. Man, just getting poked and yeah. rotated around. That, those. I remember being a kid and seeing those like like I, I went to this Iowa. This young man bent the blade of the combine. I mean, you you would see the combine. That was a terrifying piece of equipment. I remember having like fa- like I don't want to be in front of that fucking anything. Thing, you know? Giant wheels. We were at the <clears throat> we were at the fucking Riverside County Fair, eating fucking fried bananas, doing yeah yeah like looking at tractor equipment, and yeah. there were tires the size of this apartment. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, farm equipment is like. One thing this country, a caterpillar. You probably in, 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 in encountered a lot of farm equipment in Wisconsin. Oh, absolutely. Fairs. Hardcore. Probably a- expos, a farm equipment yes. expo. Well, plus my grandfather, his trade was a mechanic. Oh, he worked John, on John Q. Crocious. No, no, it was <laughs> Forrest Crocious. That's how old he was. He was named back when white people had black people names, man. Oh, That's yeah, a guy. Dude. You, I told that bit before. It's a truth. He, he, he had a brother named Jerome. My stepdad's middle name is Emmett. <laughs> he was born in like the late 40s yeah yeah oh that, that you're getting a little bit of what wt there a little bit but you he's know. fucking old yeah bro. yeah yeah but that, that you know that makes sense though but again forest crocious mechanic worked with bulldozers. the magical seeing, dragons have scored something. i remember seeing bulldozers when i was like four or five years old it was like seeing a fucking spaceship come in it was this gigantic hunk metal and the things they have now it's unbelievable you know if you go to a mining opera i've been to a copper mine before in Arizona. Jesus Christ. We you know? fucking Indiana Jones. Well, I had to go to, my mom used to live in this copper mill. the quest mill. for the Holy Grail. So, so we were like, <laughs> Let, let's do a tour of, a, I want to see what they, you know, the, the milling process of copper. And you colonize, you're just doing a tour of the mines. I, I'm kidding. But, but when, when you looked into the copper pit, it's unbelievable. And it, it goes thousands of feet into the earth thousands of feet yeah dude. and you look at and it's these machines it's like cliffhanger and you can like see down in there and these machines they have they're just gigantic earth machines it's like stuff but it's otherworldly how big it is so my guess my just point all is, sorts is, of immigrant work down there fucking i'll find your weakness and use it against you i'll be a stubborn asshole get into a lot of fights Sorry, that's my my indictment of the dark underbelly of the Irish character. I mean, that's the only stereotype left is the fighting Irishman. (laughs) That's allowed. Hell yeah, they haven't (laughs) fucked with. I think they they might have toned down on it. (laughs) It's a little bit. Still got that fighting guy. Absolutely. (laughs) Hey, you get a patty, stick, you know. In a patty wagon, I say. But it was say the word patty a bunch of times. I, I watched this documentary on the can like the people behind the Kennedys. I was actually it was totally interesting. It was like Larry O'Brien, like his Irish mafia guys. It, Larry it O'Brien like, from E. No, Larry from E Entertainment. Larry the O'Brien, who, the commissioner of the NBA before okay. David Stern. No one the trophies named after. It, 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 Watergate. They broke into his his office. Larry, that's Doug O'Brien. Who's the host of E? 
I, I, of I, entertainment I, tonight. I, I have. I don't he got caught fucking man. sexing up some fucking hookers on a voicemail. Ooh, wait, 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 oh, you sexy bitch. Oh, 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 Pat O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he you got canceled. Sexy, yeah, you fucking you hot whore. Yeah, yeah. Why he, don't you shit? He on was my, neck? I, my brother. My, Let's look up the Pat. O'Brien. Pat O'Brien. Yeah, he was terrible on Access Hollywood. I, I thought to myself, <laughs> what a soulless example. I loved watching it. It was a real guilty pleasure. Like me watching Celebrity Autopsy now. I loved watching <laughs> so Access Hollywood. It was unbelievable. Who don't know Pat O'Brien? I think it was Entertainment Tonight. It was one of those fucking shows. But no, it, it, it was uh, Access Hollywood. He was the host of that. Just this run of the mill caterpillar mustache, yeah, bald absolutely. guy. He looked like your dad. Yeah. And it came out one day that he was fucking voicemailing with oh. fucking prosties oh and, and also just and like, they played that was back when absolutely. you play the voicemail on it dr phil outed him it was early dr phil early <laughs> but but my, my brother can okay, my brother again when he was in college in 1984 cbs covered a ohio state wisconsin game and the sideline reporter was pat o'brien of madison and my brother's roommate sold him coke he sold Pat O'Brien coke. He was a cokehead like in the mid 80s. Right, he totally worked his way up in the LA sports world, you know, like I'm gonna have that kind of cocky persona. He was kind of like a Jim Rome sort of in a way, you know. Oh, How long this time out is? Yeah, no sure. Steakhouse garlic ribeye sandwich. So yeah, man. Uh, the uh, best the, thing the bears to come from are a in the catbirds. Wouldn't even come uh, from the Bears are gonna send, but Arby's did. And also, That's unless you think Arby's, that edge rusher is truly great. If you think that edge rusher is truly great, that guy from Georgia, is that guy truly the best player? That edge No, I think they're going to go Jalen Carter because they, yeah, exactly. they need a nose tackle. It's, but what, oh, it's, it's uh, not going to be sexy. They're going to pick whatever fits the, whatever they need for their scheme. It's not going to be this yeah. big like. Yeah, exactly. Well, here they, we go. This is Pat O'Brien fucking <laughs> spanking some this ass. This is great. This, is, this will be hilarious. I'm so looking forward to this. Wow, what's he doing now? Is he still alive? This is back when you had to press his analog answering machine. <laughs> wow! I stick my cock in. Wow! I didn't realize he put the cock word in that. You know, it's <laughs> Jesus word. I'm a little bit, you know. <laughs> I gotta go. They're gonna cut me off. Bye. That's so fucking hilarious. Yeah. He's doing the. I'm gonna cut me off. Bye. I'm gonna leave another voice. What, what I heard too is. <laughs> what I heard is that he was. uh uh, really hammered. Hell really yeah, he drunk. was. Yeah, yeah. I fucking have sex, and I want to lick your pussy and suck your tits. But you have to be in the bed. Whoa! Man, wow! He's going for the jugular on this one. And if you get this message, just look at me and say yes. <laughs> and then hit nine and delete it, because it's going to cost me. Much. Yeah, uh, this is, he basically got, can he got canceled. <laughs> I want to lick your Pussy juice. He's being. It's like a thirteen-year-old that became an adult. This is like if Big got to suck. <laughs> I want to fucking. I want to fuck your nipples. Oh boy. 
message Sunday, 7.51 p.m. I'm over here. God, he's such an asshole. Side, <laughs> I'm picking up a sixer over here at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a Crenshaw. I've just, I had to meet my Coke dealer. I just wanted to take time for I'm just breaking a 20 right now <laughs> to say that I want to fuck your You're face right unbelievable. now. You're so Lick gorgeous. Your pussy hair. God, was I that? I want to braid your pussy well, hair. I, I think I've done bad things like that. I, I made a couple. I made a couple miscalculated booty calls. I have. I have in my past. Not this bad. He's all about sucking tits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants to suck her tits I've never so done bad. this this bad, but, I, but I've been a fool. I should have done certain things. It's incredible. Oof. It's um, incredible. Check this message and then just say to me, yes. And kids can watch us. Let's just fucking have fun. I'm so fucking new. You're so fucking hot. And I don't do this for living. It's like new to me. But I want to fucking make it crazy. Bye. Wow. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's yeah, he's a creep. No so anyway, that. call yeah. me. He just tries to be all casual. I always confused him with Kurt Rambis. <laughs> I always confused it's Pat O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew he wasn't really. I mean, I was a teenager when he was like a name. When, and and, and in the like twenties, he was still a name. I always confused Kurt Rambis and Rudy Tomjanovich. <laughs> just the names. Oh no, you know Rudy Tomjanovich and fucking uh, Flip Saunders. Oh yeah, I always yeah, yeah. Confused. Kind of a weird, bland white coach in yeah, a way, or something. But yeah, was yeah. good. Yeah, but was decent. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah. Flip Saunders took those Pistons almost there, and then yeah. Larry Brown carried them the rest of the way. Yeah, people don't give Flip the credit. And then didn't he go into, didn't he coach the Timberwolves too? Oh yeah. yeah. He was the co- Oh no. Yeah, I think he was the coach of the Timberwolves when they fucking went to the Western Conference Finals Final with, with Kevin Garnett. Garnett. That was the last time they were good. And that was post, literally like, you know, 18 years ago. Latrell Sprewell <laughs> post strangling of PJ yeah. Carlissimo. Who looked like Pat O'Brien to bring it around kind of. <laughs> PJ Carl, I remember him coaching Seton Hall when they lost to Michigan in the 1989 championship. That's how I, uh, God, man, I, you know, the, the, yeah, that is. Uh, Pat was around when UNLV was a powerhouse. Uh, they were fucking incredible. They went to the Final Four a bunch it's of times. Before Eleven that team. to twelve. What I a know. U. What an XFL spring football score. Yeah. Punting it away from the twenty low line drive. Here's Blake Jackson. Jackson's just going to let this. One. Here's James Smith. That was fucking one of these- safety. It's just fucking insert names. Blake Shelton. No, wait. That's the guy who's playing at halftime. Who the fuck is who here? Yeah, they have to entertain like Lee Greenwood. That guy looks like he's Lee? fucking in jaundice, that coach. He looks like his skin is jaundice. Is that Mike Wright? No, no, no. Is, is, is that is that Jim? Is that the guy who used to coach uh, New Orleans? Uh, not Jim Hamslet. Not Jim Ham- Oh, uh, the guy before Sean Payton in New Orleans. I think that's the offensive coordinator the of, the, of the Sea Dragons. Uh, hey, Google. It was, it was a linebacker. Who is the offensive coordinator of the Seattle Sea Dragons? They say 
Yeah, it's Jim Hazlitt. It's former coach. I'm a, I, I've been watching a lot of the, the game of the week, 70s NFL films. You know, we got back in my bad, back in my bad habits. And he was a rookie linebacker for the Bills in 1979. Who is it? Sure. Yeah, yeah. According to wikipedia.org, the team was founded by Vince McMahon's Alpha Entertainment and is an owned and operated member of the new XFL owned by Dwayne Johnson's Alpha Aquico. Alpha. Wow. Dwayne Johnson? I can't stand that orange color. Jim, that, that retread is coaching in this league? Oh, dude, He's they still got trying all to hold of, on? Let's fucking run through the, wow. the, the, the league structure here. Yeah, let's I mean, see who's coaching. The players, in a way, you're like, oh, they're young people. They want to make a buck. These coaches trying to, it's like, oh, my God. I got to still make a little bit of money because I still owe some alimony dude, that NFL from pension. That. Oh, my God. Bob Stoops. Jim Hazlitt, June Jones, Yo, wow. Wade Phillips, probably Wade, Wade, fucking no, on no. a fucking drip. Wade Phillips? Here for this is I'm gonna click an article from XFL.com. Coaching and NFL operation staffs for all eight teams. Okay, so we're gonna turn the game up while we okay. watch this. Yeah. XFL Arlington, head coach Bob Stoops. Wow. Yeah. Um Wasn't and he the Oklahoma see. coach? And then they got Offensive coordinator is Jay Hayes and Chuck Long. They have oh co- Chuck Long. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> You're trying to get that guy is dumb. He. I'm not lying, Keith. He's dumb. He, he coached. Oh, he was a quarterback for Iowa. You know, he was second pre by, fucking Ferentz. Oh, 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 oh no. He was. Uh, it was in Hayden Fry. He, he didn't coach Iowa. He, he he almost won the Heisman in '85 behind Bo Jackson. Closest Heisman voting ever. Chuck Long was number two. Drafted by the Lions in the first round. Total bad career. Total bust in the NFL. He couldn't figure it out. He was the head coach of San Diego State, you know, for three years. His record was eight and 24. Okay. Then he, then he got fired. So he, he was at the Big Ten Network for a while. And his analysis, I'm like, this guy can't put a sentence together. Like he's dumb, you know? So the fact that he's in that league, wow. Wow. And I'm going to go to try to get back into coaching, I think. I, why not do, I'll do that part time and then sell insurance back in Iowa City and I'll rake together 157,000 bucks a year. Like, oh man. What are you, Willie Loman? I mean, seriously, <laughs> I, I, death of a salesman. It's depressing. So the Houston team, I don't know, they got names now. This is from September. Yeah, yeah. Wade Phillips. Wow. Offensive coordinator, AJ Smith. Oh, yeah. Uh, defensive coordinator, Brian Stewart. I don't know who the no, fuck that is. No. Orlando team is Terrell Buckley. Oh, is the head for, coach. Former defensive back of the, of the pack. He, he was drafted. Shane Matthews is their quarterback's coach. Wow. Former Bear great oh, Shane yeah. Matthews. Oh, so they got a Florida connection down there. Yeah, Shane. I remember him. Yeah, I remember him. Uh, who defen- else? The offensive coordinator and running backs coach is Robert Ford. Would they dig up a president? Yeah, no, that, that, I, I don't remember him. Defensive coordinator, Tony Carter. Oh, uh. Yeah, I think I remember that name too. I think he was a defensive back. Wow, Terrell Buckley is the head coach. XFL Las Vegas head coach Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson's the head coach. Yeah, <laughs> that's a. Li- I actually respect Rod Woodson. I-, I like him. And then it looks like they don't have an offensive coordinator. Uh, they have Chris Dishman as their defensive coordinator. Wow, the former defensive back of the Vikings made, made his name though with the Oilers. It looks like he just got an entire secondary as the fucking yeah, who, staff. Who? So the San Antonio, who are the Brahmas, their head coach is Heinz Ward. Wow. 
Wow. Getting What's some new blood in there? What didn't Jimmy uh, Johnson's their running backs coach? N- not the Jimmy Johnson. Run to, oh, it says J M I J I M M I E Johnson. It's got to be a different Jimmy Johnson. Uh, offensive coordinator be. Jamie Elizondo. Uh, Jaime. That's got to be a Jaime, Jaime with the name Elizondo. <laughs> There's no way Elizondo's a Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> the defensive coordinator's Jim Herman. Two R's, two N's. I wonder if it's, if it's Seattle's uh, Jim Hans, Hazlitt, the head coach. Offensive oh, coordinator. Oh, Seattle's head coach is, is head, Hazlitt. Their offensive wow. coordinator is June Jones. June Jones used to punt. For, he was a punter for the Atlanta Falcons in the <laughs> late 70s. Is an offensive coordinator. Oh, and, and, and he was a legendary uh, uh, offensive coordinator for Hawaii. Like, Hawaii scored points when June Jones was the coach. And then Jerry Glanville took him over, I think. <laughs> Ron Zook is the defensive coordinator. Ron Zook? Yeah. Oh, he used to coach Illinois. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ron's absolutely. I think he might have also been on the staff. Anthony like, Becht is the St. Louis coach. Who, he was a lineman, I think, maybe for the St. Louis Rams. Wow. Offensive coordinator Bruce Gradkowski. Oh, yeah. Defensive yeah. coordinator Donnie Abraham. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Those names are. Wow. XFL Washington, D.C. Reggie Barlow. <laughs> offensive oh, coordinator. Oh, he was a linebacker. I Fred think. Case. Offensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah. Defensive coordinator Greg Williams. Oh, oh he's terrible. <laughs> he is, man. That guy's been. He, 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 he snowed people for so long in the NFL. Who, Greg Williams? Yeah. He coached a lot of bad defenses. Ooh. Yeah, Ricky Prosko. It's like Robert Prohl. Yeah. Let's go on the ball, on the ball, on the ball. On the ball. I don't want to be too loud. They can hear me here in the stadium. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, it's not that people are. Yeah, they can actually physically hear you. Yeah. Not that they're worried about the recording or something. Ordering yeah, nachos. Yeah, it's just like, hey, I got to go take a leak. Got you A.J. Know. McCarron fucking. Again, he coached, was he a, uh, Al, he was a quarterback uh, for Alabama? Right? Hell yeah, dude. These yeah. people, it was probably like a league of their own, them sitting on a football field, fucking an old fucking John Lovitz. Now, I want to tell you, kid, you're going to play football. Was it the XFL that I think they had all their tryouts in Vegas? Yeah. What I heard, I heard like the stories I heard of that. It was era. terrible. Oh, I mean, it was like, remember there was a guy named Jim, Jim Drunken Miller? Hell yeah, dude. It, I think it, he might have been a bear at some point. Uh, yeah, he... I know he was a tight end later in his career, I think, for the Niners, but he came in as a quarterback. Oh, yeah. I remember and the quarterback, the, Drunken Miller. And, and I guess he, I guess in particular, the story that the guy, I mean, rapes were going on during those. I mean, it was like, it was, I mean, th- shit like that was happening. You know, it was real, like, savagery behavior. You know, like, like any given Sunday, like, we're going to have, I mean, they're going to have the tryouts in Vegas. And I'm sure they're like, Hey, here's a little bit of money. Go, or, just, or no, just go blow your. I mean, Vince McMahon's so fucking cheap. Literally blow your load. Just like, just blow all your your money, well, your wad, your load. The Rock saved it. It was going down. Oh, of course. And then old old uh, The Rock says this league is gonna fucking survive. Isn't that amazing? That I'm gonna make my name. He can put some money together. No, I'm sure he can. And I'm probably put a just little. Just fucking. His- I'll do it all on a cheat day. He'll yeah. do it on a cheat day. Drink nine. Eat nine fucking ice cream sundays. <laughs> He had, to, I mean, I'm sure he had to put his own skin, some skin in the game. He could put some of his own money into it too, but probably not that much. That'd be an interesting thing to find out how much. San Antonio Brahmas, Orlando Guardians, the Arlington Renegades, the Houston Roughnecks. Uh, Roughnecks makes sense. The DC Defenders, and then the Vegas Vipers. I think it said again that classic thing when a shitty off sports league. 
doesn't quite get the names right. It's like right. an NFL game that doesn't have the rights to the teams. Yeah. So they have like kind of likenesses to it. Well, exactly. It's a video game of like, you know. Didn't Jim Kelly play for the San Antonio USFL team? No, no. That, that was the, you know, you know who was a quarterback? Was Rick Neuheisel. Remember the name Rick Neuheisel? It was a yeah. coach for Colorado. Didn't? Uh, but and he played for UCLA. They beat Illinois in the Rose Bowl. But Jim Kelly ran the K gun in the USFL, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, for the uh, for the Houston Gamblers. Gamblers. They the were gamblers. like the team. Right? They were a pretty good team. The best team was the Philadelphia Stars. That they actually won a couple championships. Look Jim, at AJ McCarron with his 121 yards. Sam Mills was a linebacker for the uh, Philadelphia Stars. Hell you know? yeah! So that, that, and then he went to New Orleans to follow Jim Mora. So anyway. Oh, that was a, that was a good pass. He's gonna score a touchdown. We finally got a thank fucking god we got a touchdown. Yeah, who is this guy? He's like I didn't st- I don't know what to do after we score. I didn't plan on scoring. Hakeem Butler. I wonder where he's from. I'm, again, these guys played. I'm sure Division One football oh, and stuff. Or, I mean, I mean th- realistically, these are probably just. The immediate washouts of last year's. Oh, draft. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, they're still relatively young. Like, yeah. I'm going to still play and try to get back. That's into the where league. they're cleaning up. These leagues need to really angle themselves at like, we're the vacuum for any player that gets cut for a real that, NFL team. That, 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 that's why I won't really. It, it's a minor league team. It's a minor See, league team. The USFL team. came a, out yeah. running, right? Like, oh, well, they signed a bunch of names. They signed, t- they had enough capital. They knew you had to get some names in there. They were like, 30 names in the USFL. That's what I was telling you know? Larry. I forget what league it was for. It might have been the USFL, the new USFL. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And she was like, what stops another league? I was like, it's going to take another football league to steal a college star from the NFL. Oh, absolutely. Like it was when- Joe Namath in, in the AFL. You know what I mean? <clears throat> or it just like a, I mean, that's when it changed. I mean, and, and they did that. They knew that right away. They had enough capital together. I, I give Trump credit for that. He made a splash. You know, he signed a lot of players. But all, I mean, other teams like I'm trying to think who else went. Doug Williams played in the USFL for the Arizona, I don't know, for the Oklahoma uh, Bandits. I think they were. <laughs> it's like what the Saudis did the with Denver Live Golf. Gold. They it's were like a team. The, the Saudis had the right angle with Live Golf. It's just people know they're murderers. Yeah. <laughs> so it didn't work. But they wanted. They got the stars. Ooh, the business client. Can you imagine the, crossing someone in business there? Like, <laughs> dude. I mean, it's. Just, I mean, it's like. Ooh, how man. much do you love? I mean, some people need that money. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. It's because yeah. you have loved ones. Guys yeah. like fucking Greg Norman and shit, the shark. <laughs> they don't got no one in their life. They could fucking take a little fucking Khashoggi throat money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, uh, so yeah, with the USFL, like, you know, I'm trying to think of other names. You know who else was good? The Michigan, the Michigan Invaders, the, the, Oakla- the uh, Oakland Invaders were a team. And the Michigan Did they Panthers. play at the fucking Coliseum? Absolutely, because the because the Raiders had gone to. Did LA. they just use the oh the black hole configuration? But yeah. just the, the Raiders had a trademark on the fucking NFL configuration. Well, no, 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 no. What they did, their colors were. But Invaders is very similar to Raiders. Would you agree? Invaders, oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. So they started in '83. The league was in '83, '84, '85. Well, that '83 was the first year. Where, I mean, the the Raiders won the Super Bowl that year when they they moved to LA. I think they moved yeah. to LA actually in. 82 it was 82 uh yeah yeah i think so and, and, but the point is and it was yeah michigan was good and philadelphia was good those were the good teams they played in the in, in the uh like bobby a bear remember bobby a bear yeah dude, he was saints quarterback yeah he was the, he, he played for the michigan panthers bobby a bear you know there was a lot i mean a lot of players Keith by the Ward. way 
Yeah. Is that at a level to where you could still talk at a normal level and not oh, be yeah, impeded yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. It's good. Yeah. He went to Iowa State, huh? Cousin of Yeah, he played with Brock Purdy probably. Yeah. Iowa State, I give them credit, man. They'll throw, they they, they kind of compete. They're feisty. If, if NCAA football had a mid-major, it would be like Iowa State. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and like the Cyclones, that type of deal. That's their like George Washington. Their George Mason. All the Georges that get into the NCAA tournament. Which, by the way, the NCAA will be an NCAA tournament very soon. With what? We mean with, with There's going to be, eventually it'll be 16 teams. Yeah. The, the college football yeah, playoff. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can't, to be honest with you, uh, my brother has affected me with this too, and having with baseball, you know, I loved college athletics until just recently. But I'm getting so a, in the late '80s and '90s when Nebraska was a powerhouse. Were you really into it? I, I was into the Bucky when Bucky got good in the '90s. It was like holy shit. I mean, when I I told you when I was in college in Madison, they won nine games in four years. They had two one in ten campaigns. They were an awful, awful co college program. They hired Alvarez. They turned it around in the nineties. I got, I got very into it because I was like, Is he dead at this point? No, he's still, he's still the AD, right? Well, uh, he, he's, he's sort of like a, he's Emeritus. not an AD, but, it, but it's like, I think he gets called in he's like, back okay, Stan Lee, the big choice, pinching you know? butt cheeks. No, their, their AD is a guy named Chris, Chris McIntosh, who was a first round pick of the, uh, uh, the Seahawks back in 19, uh, 2020 or two, no, 2000, 2000. He was on those late nineties, uh, Bucky teams. And he's their AD now. But really, when they're going to make a big decision, the, the Pope comes in. The Pope comes in, and like I think he actually kind of manages some things, too. You know, cause, but my point is, that's when I got really into college. And I'm not as into it now. I, I, I think it's it, the, na the individual naming rights. I can't blame him for doing that. But it's just the money has just completely taken over. And it's just turned into this kind of weird thing now. It looks like Anthony know? Becht is eating part of your face <laughs> with the way the filter is. I think he was a, uh, he was a tackle. Who, he Anthony Becht? I think he was a oh, tackle. Oh, he's got tackle vibes to him. Look at him. Yeah, he's big. You can tell that's he's a, big. That's a tackle that drops. Listen to him. You got that liver? I need that liver. I'm yellow over here. He's yellow. He needs. Let's get that cooler is that over there. Andy to him. Garcia? I couldn't quite tell. They got fucking. Can, uh, can we ask uh, Siri or Alexa what, what Anthony Beck like? What did he uh, play? Who, what team he played for in the NFL? Who did Anthony Beck play for? Hey in the Google, NFL? who did Anthony Beck play for in the NFL? Anthony Beck, current team is Georgia Southern University. No, stop. You're close. I'll just look it up. I'll Anth just, I'll yeah. just, I'll just fucking do I a manual. I want to see him play, but I think I want to say he was a lineman, maybe for the St. Louis Rams. But I could be totally off on that. He might have played in that Super Bowl against the uh, against the, the Tom Brady's first one. That's so fucking long ago now. Jesus Christ! He was a former tight end. Oh, was a tight end. Played, oh, yeah, oh. he played for the Cardinals. Played for the Cardinals. Played for the Cardinals and the Saint and the 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 Rams. Oh yeah, yeah. He played for the played Rams. Played at West Virginia. He played for the Buccaneers. Played for the Chiefs. God, when did he play? Like, what was his time range? Was it like '96 to '04 or something? 2000 to 2011. Well, so it's relatively recent. It's not yeah. that long. It's a he while was from, ago. With the Jets from 2000 to 2004. Yeah. The Buccaneers from 05 to 07. Right off the heels of that Super Bowl team, he yep. just missed it. Yeah, absolutely. Those are those signings that you get to like solidify. Like we got our core. Now we need to get this fucking loser because fucking well, Kellen Winslow murdered a bitch. Yeah, God. 
What a fucking crazy story, man. That guy. He didn't even murder like a 90-year-old lady no, no, and like finger fuck her no, no, fucking no, wound. No, no, what happened? Yeah, yeah, it was the no. He didn't murder anyone, but but he was a serial rapist of like bag ladies and stuff. Yeah. Like it was really some, like really some dark shit you know like for 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 people don't know the reference it's not a bagger at a grocery <laughs> store it's the old ladies who walk with the bags on their arms you know, i mean he supposedly and I, I mean like i think he did one time where he like raped her for a couple hours you know what i mean like a really long time like really bad shit i think he got a 14 or 16 year sentence uh yeah he was uh, he had to be taken away from society he couldn't decide a classic you know late 90s tight end and like yeah. he played for 11 years he had 1500 yards receiving oh oh he was such a like he was a third eye oh he was a blocking guy yeah he occasionally caught a pass that's why we thought he was an offensive line he's like i got the cte look at that fucking he, kick i think he made that oh no he I didn't know he didn't kick and fell like 80 yards short look at that it's a long kick the ref should catch it and run it back. Who are the, <laughs> the XFL and XFL? The refs can run it back. <laughs> Remember the XFL like, when they had the thing too with Vince, like punt returners could the not scrum. call fair, could not call fair. Yeah, catch, I remember the know? scrum, dude. There were so many great things about the XFL. The the old XFL, the nicknames on the yeah. back of the jerseys. Yes, he the, hated the me. rugby scrum. Yeah. for the ball, which I think people blew out their ACL the first time it happened. Well, exactly, and like, and, and they but separated fucking, their shoulders. That's the business, baby. Yeah, that, that, that's Tommy also Tommy Maddox. It gave us Tommy Maddox. I remember Ma- Maddox at one time, if I'm not mistaken, look at that, was rope. on the same level as Todd Marinovich. Maddox went to UCLA and Marinovich went to USC. Todd Marinovich, Marinovich like the biggest bust in QB history. Well, he, got he, addicted, was, he got addicted to pills, right? Or gambling. He was a junkie, dude. Yeah. Needles. He was a fucking heroin Needles. addict. Needles. You know like what I mean? NYPD blue, man. You know? <laughs> I mean, he got addicted to, I guess he was a junkie. Like, like, in, he played in the arena league. His life is, his old man just died during the, during the pandemic. And his father was like this notorious hard ass. This real, like, I mean, Marv, 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 Marv Marinovich. He got kicked out. Oh, of the, yeah. yeah. Didn't he, he put him on like a crazy regiment ever since when, he was a kid? When he was three years old. Yeah. It wasn't like when he was 10. You know what I mean? Or he, 11. Like, it was know? one of those psychos who was like, you're going to be the first pick in yeah. the NFL draft. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and doing stretching exercises. And he had to run a seven-minute mile by the time he was like six like years old JD or something. J.D. McCoy you know, in or, season three of Friday Night Lights. I, I mean, it, it was – and, and the, the weight – he ran like well, uh, gyms in Southern California. But it was still a lot of old-school thought process. You're going to just get in there and pound the weight. You know. Their helmets look like a creative team in Madden where you didn't realize that you kept the face mask green. Yeah. And then you start the game and you're like, oh, I got to quit. I didn't know the face mask was yeah, green. Exactly. I was going to say, they're like, they're goofy Madden uniforms. It's, I, I don't like it. It looks like, and, a, and that's it looks by like, design, which it I don't looks like. like the St. Louis Battlehawks are playing Nickelodeon. Exactly. It, it, it's like, <laughs> it, it's going to be like, and and they know they're doing that intentionally. Like, yeah, it'll be like watching a video game of football. It'll be fun. Like you're dumb. Here's what I'm Make interested in doing, Crocious. I'm gonna run through the Google trends with you. Yeah. And let's see if you if any of these hit with you. So Weinstein getting an extra sixteen years. Uh we have Lewis Capaldi. Do you know who that is? Who who is he's that? He's some he's one of these fat British people who's so talented they don't care that he's fat and ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a male Bet Midler. Yeah. <laughs> uh he he was like a good songwriter and he got popular on fucking TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but apparently someone with Tourette's went off at one of his shows and he brought him up on stage and let him like finish the song. 
Crowd takes over someone you loved after Lewis Capaldi. Ex- oh, he has Tourette's. So he got into a <sighs> Tourette's fit and the audience took over the song for him. <sighs> we can only wish to have fans like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't. You get a bout of Tourette's. That only endears him in the, in the eyes of the, of the young Gen Z yeah, leftist community. Yeah, I, I could see that. To be that. a fat, pasty, overweight, Tourette's fucking guy there's something that about put, that wets so many gen z pussies yeah no i think there's truth in that there probably is truth in that oh but, he but, doesn't body shame <laughs> oh yeah but but but, but it's, it's you're making my wide set vagina quiver i don't get how <laughs> <laughs> they all got ailments and shit I, I, I don't i don't i don't i don't get why uh, i just I, that's fun though I, 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 I don't I don't get the, his uh, Tourette syndrome it's what a British way to write this to be his like, Tourette syndrome appeared yeah to start affecting him mid-song I, I, I don't did he say like shit fucker tit fuck like I want to hear it the whole like the fact that your ailments are part of your personality yeah now, well I, for some reason I don't know why it just sometimes it bothers me I get it you got everyone's got issues there's stutters and stammers well, and this and that, you know. I think before, guy, he looks old. Personality traits were things that were like borderline problematic. Now, like if you smoked cigarettes when you were ten, you were cool. Oh, that yeah. was like a personality trait. Yeah, he cusses. Yeah, he smokes. He has had sex. Yeah, like yeah. those are the things that like, but those are like kept hidden away. Now it's a very nerfed upbringing for people so like and when you say nerf you mean with Vic in the sense of like or, yeah, yeah like there you're not really allowed to develop a personality because like oh if you you've hung out with some people that are that kind of bully you well you'll never hang out with them again just come home at, like you're immediately taken away from any kind of danger so like you don't really get time to develop your personality is like oh i'm afraid of the world ah uh, which is isn't that the opposite of what you're supposed to do isn't that the opposite? You're supposed to engage with the world. Now, maybe it's engaged in a different way, like online and stuff like yeah. that, in a way that it's... But there's also engaging with someone physically, face-to-face. No, I'm not even saying engaging. that that caused his Tourette's. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. No, you're I'm saying, saying that. that, like, pe- that people that were something. sheltered like that, they really are in, like, other people who had have had lives that could have put them in, like, oh, you had to stay inside because you were had Tourette's too, like, yeah, yeah, it, it, that really gasses people up. Well, I, I, I don't, or it, it, like, they relate to it or something, right? Like, oh, is yeah. there, is there, and to me, it's like, no, 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 no. I mean, I, listen, everyone's had it tough, and some people are tougher than others. Some people are a lot tougher than others. I get that, you know? But there is something, too, when I think about growing up, how different it is. Jesus Christ. I just want to go out and I get my homework done, Keith, and then I go out and play for two or three hours. You know, and it was like fights would break out and shit. You know what you I mean? Might like, know about this. And you'd yell at someone or they'd punch you or you'd punch them back or you'd shove them and they'd shove you back. That was part of the thing. You know, Ooh. it's like. What do you think Paris Hilton named her son? Oh, God. I don't, uh, I'm sure it's some, it's named it for some sort of Egyptian goddess or His something. His name is Ad, like an Instagram ad. A D D? No. I'm joking. Uh, I was gonna say exactly. I was like, really? Like an like, ad? Maybe. Why not? I mean, I don't know. Or, yeah, or oh, just come AD. on, Vogue. I can't read your fucking shit fucking AD. article. God, God, is she? Oh, ugh, God. 
I don't know. You're, 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 it's easy to push my buttons and get me riled up about this younger generation. You know, it, it is. I tell you what. Carter Renum. Carter? Oh, no. Carter Renum is the husband. Oh, oh God. Yeah, of course. Of course, his name is oh. Carter Renum. Phoenix Baron Hilton oh, Renum. God. Phoenix? It sounds like the name of a fucking newly chartered plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh. Uh, yeah, I've heard worse. I heard a you know because I guess Bruce Willis has really gotten worse. His condition is like like he's got dementia now. Like it's gotten bad. Like he he can't be in movies anymore. It's over. You yeah, know? he's yeah he's really bad. Yeah, and I said, like the past year, it's gotten like it's accelerated. But I saw his kids. He has like five kids. One of his kids' name is Scout. The other yeah. one is Rumor, of course. Yeah, you know? that's the one people know. She was the free and then, the nipple and then chick. And then there's Mabel. It's just this bizarre, like this whole, like the name, when I pick people up when I drive here, which I'm truly trying to quit now, when I pick people up when I drive here, I, half the names, Keith, I, I, I it, it is, where did this come from? Why is there an apostrophe there? What, is this a zodiac sign combined with like your, 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 your social miscue or something or your, your anxiety disorder? It's a, like the fact that it's tied into people's identities. And again, when I eavesdrop on conversations of Gen Z, when I eavesdrop, I want to see who scored this. They, 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 again, they talk about their ailments. Like, oh, I'm ADHD. Really? Well, I've got OCD. Oh, yeah, you don't say it. I've got an eating disorder. Oh, yeah, well, I have panic attacks. I've literally heard that conversation. Like, four different things being said back and forth. People like, were saying their ailments, and you're just like, Adam Croce's explosive diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> but I was also just like, why are you... Like th this is how you're relating to each other. Uh, it's it's and first of all, the fact that they're even talking to each other. Oh, I, 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 I I don't get it. Can the sea dragons oh. add make it a field goal? Fucking. I, I will say seventeen to eighteen. What a fucking Tecmo Super Bowl ass score. My, oh, they have a three point attempt. They can do it from ten yards out. Ooh, they have to isn't shoot it into a different? basketball hoop. You know, isn't this a new thing we're gonna do different? Yeah, they're making well, it a three-point attempt. Terrible. It's it's so that was dumb. a terrible attempt. It's all right, so for the three-point attempt, they're all gonna get into basketball uniforms and play a quick game of twenty-one. I know. Yeah. And whoever wins that game of twenty-one will get the three points. That is a bad idea. Would you agree? Three-point play. Yeah, and they move it farther. That looked terrible. Ugh. And plus, yeah, have a play designed for that. Work on your three-point plays for 15 minutes. You got to have a couple of, you know. Uh, the face mask is making their entire face look green. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it. Puts it. the defenders in conflict. You have two posts coming across the middle. And then a perfectly who, yeah, who, placed who ball. caught that? Danucci. He probably played for like Hofstra. Yeah, you know, I'm guessing like that's probably yeah. Saying go for two, why go for two? It's also the thing with college football now too. The transfer portal, it's like recruiting has totally changed in the past three years. It's it's become a different game. Oh yeah, Kid, kids can just move to any school, and then they, they play want. for two different schools. Yeah, the guy who won the dunk contest had played for and like schools that made like Georgetown and Texas Tech. What I get Georgetown and what? George Mason or Georgetown and something geographically. No, I think I'll just go down there 2,000 miles away and play there for a while. I, which, okay, fine. I guess it's a different experience, but I'm just like, I don't know. It, it, there's, you know, this is me being old. It's just, it's, it's not, you know, watching a guy develop from his first to his second year. That's one of the things I liked about watching college football, seeing guys improve. Not anymore. It doesn't happen. Now. Don't fucking talk to me, broad. Yo. 
You heard him say they got Jim Hazlitt looks like shit. That's not Jim Hazlitt. Oh no, that's June Jones, right? Yeah, I think I, I think it's, yeah, I that looks Jim like Hazlitt's June. the other coach. Jim Hazlitt looks old. I thought about it because he, he also he was a D coordinator for the Jim game. Hazlitt was got the Saints to like nine and seven one year. I remember he had a good year. Uh, with, Aaron Brooks was the quarterback. Remember him? Yeah. Aaron Brooks. Deuce McAllister was one of the Aaron players. Brooks and Quincy Carter could be the same guy <laughs> in my eyes. Yeah, absolutely. You've never seen Aaron Brooks and Quincy Carter in the same room together, is all I'm saying. You know, I have to be honest, and maybe this is a weird form of like, subtle racism. The mediocre black quarterback bums me out. I'm just like, come on. Akili Smith. Oh, oh, he was a bust. But the mediocre, like, you're sticking like Byron Leftwich. You're just kind of sticking around for eight years like the mediocre black quarterback. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. That's me like fetishizing their athletic greatness. You know what I mean? It's just a fucking chair. It's fucked, bro. It's just, it's McCarron. Here we go. Get rid of the ball. Oh, there we go. McCarron showing that old fucking, he's like, I used to play for the Bills, bitch. Yeah, there we go. You got a first down. Yeah. Did, did, he, did he also play for the Patriots? He was a he I, played for a lot of teams. I always felt I, he had, I think he was a, one of those Belichick backups. Yeah. Belichick will hang on to a backup. Yeah. Absolutely. Fucking Chris Redman. Absolutely. And then you know whatever. You know, Garoppolo. You can, yeah, you can sell insurance and options <laughs> and I don't care. I just I just need your back to sit on you the You had bench. to. You know, oh, I bet you a backup quarterback no, makes they make to a, live. They make yeah. good money. Chris Redman was like, because he was one of the quarterbacks taken before Tom Brady. Wow. Like one of, they call him the Brady Six. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I watched that. And uh, I watched the Joe Montana one. He recently, talked too. about how uh, we should do that later. We should watch, pick a top 10. Like there's top 10 quarterbacks of the 70s and 80s. Oh, Let's do the 80s. I've been, I'll, I'll be honest with you. This is bad habits this week. Again, it's going to the YouTube hole been watching a lot of burt jones highlights oh he's burt one jones. of the fucking bill belichick it yeah. legit was like burt jones is the greatest quarterback i've ever seen I, i've watched some highlights this past week and they had a, a game of the week they played the cardinals in 76 game of the week in 76 cardinals were good colts like burt, monday night football or is this no, pre-monday it, 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 this is pre-monday well no no monday night football was, was around in the 70s you know but but wasn't but, it a fresh show in the 70s oh yeah absolutely that that, that was the height of its greatness that was the height of its greatness. Was, was the seventies? Hell yeah, you dude! Know? Came on seventy of his first year. It was seventy six, and it was game of the week. NBC Colts uh, Cardinals, both very good teams. Burt Jones was the MVP of the league in seventy six. They showed a pass he made to Raymond Chester, who was a tight end. He was on his once. First of his, his drop back, he went ten yards back in the pocket. He was ten yards back. He went from the thirty to the forty. Was on the one hash mark, and he hit. He hit fucking in stride. Hit Raymond Chester. It was a 50-yard pass that was just like a dart, and it was like, oh my! I mean, and that, you know, it was 1976. His arm yeah. was very good. He had a very good arm. He genuinely had a good arm. Like he could play in the modern NFL. He could pick it, but he was also like this crazy Louisiana. He played a ten-year. He broke his neck because he was like, when he throw a pick, he would go after the guy to try to tackle him and shit. Like I, I watched them play the 76 Colts. Were, they were 11 and 3. They won the division three years in a row. They played the Steelers at home. The Steelers were injured, they were, but they were the defending champ. And, and the Steelers won it. The Colts were averaging 30 points a game. They had the best offense in football. They had a 500 yard game that year. They had multiple 400 yard games. This is 1976. You know what I mean? 400 yards in a game, you were doing something. Oh, you know? yeah. I mean, it happened. They, they had a good offense. They went in there and they dominated the Colts. And I watched the highlights. 
uh, Burt Jones threw a pick on his first series, and he tried tackling like it was, it was Mel Blunt or Andy. AJ Russell. McCarron is cutting motherfuckers and, up, and, on and the he just field. got hurt. But yeah, Burt Jones, I'd love to watch the top ten of the seventies. Jim Hart will be in there. It'll be Billy Kilmer. Let's see. These let's quarterbacks put, put that fucker. They up. all had guts. Ah oh, man, you could drink back then and be a professional athlete. It was it was deemed kind of cool, you know. Like that's what you did as a dude, you know. Everyone got booed. They were also they weren't. I mean, they were big men, but they weren't like the freaks that they turned into. These three hundred thirty pound fucking behemoths. Like a bit. <coughs> I, 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 oh, I, the quarterbacks had CTE back then. Oh, oh I mean, they would listen, fucking. They'd hit the fucking. They'd hit the sled with the fucking linebackers. There's no doubt that. I mean, guys, I, I saw Chuck Howley. Chuck Howley got into the into the Hall of Fame. And they, he was Staubach, a great quarterback, but he was also Staubach, the leader. Oh, God, I hated him. You hated Roger oh. Staubach? Roger Staubach, to me, screams fucking, like, gateway. Weed's a gateway drug, son. Oh, oh, oh. He's, he was the he's like a perfect human being in certain ways. He's the he, oh yeah, this fucking play. He was going to find a way. Oh wait, I think I got. I think I got. Oh fuck! Here's the great push up. Look at him get pushed forward here. I gotta start it over. I I was in the midst of it already. Hang on. Yeah, it's okay. Stallback is obviously like number two. Yeah, he's number two or one. Yeah, it's probably Brad, not Bradshaw. Burt Jones was good. Burt Jones only played. Burt Jones had, a, had basically had a three-year run. In 75, 76, and 77, the Colts won the division each year because of Burt Jones. My favorite thing about these great. 70s fucking and him. 80s countdowns is, like, they're frozen in time. Like, a lot of these NFL countdowns, they're ruined because, like, other things have happened. Yeah. Like, when they do the top 10 draft bus. Well, Mitch Trubisky didn't happen yet when they yeah, made this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, like, there's when you watch them, you're like, oh, I can think of other things that yeah. should be on this list. Yeah. But these are, like... There's only ten quarterbacks of the seventies. Yeah, <laughs> like it does. There's not a new crop. Yeah, like yeah. now the, because of like diversity, they might throw more black. They might throw more blacks in there. Uh, but Doug Williams is on this list. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Doug Williams was the fourth black. I, I, I listen. I, I am of an era when I was a kid. They'll fucking sneak, you would hear. They'll you, sneak Warren Moon on for being a quarterback they, in the they, late seventies. You eating? He was a quarterback in the late seventies. Was 80, he in college in the late seventies? Yeah, yeah. They actually beat Michigan in the Rose Bowl. I just watched his football life, and he played in the CFL for five years, six years. I remember him going to the, the Oilers in eighty. Look at those. Look at those fucking threads. Styles with quite as much of a chuckle, maybe as the seventies. The feet has. The shirts with the collars. Yeah, I know. You, you make fun. Look at that cat. Those good. cats you know, look cool, those don't they? Those are cats, dude. You know? Look, look at Joe. Look at fucking, fucking, I mean, he was cool. Joey Ball game. The beards. Flower beards rules. Big Fu Manchu. That's Ben Davidson. The Urban Cowboy. And the Nehru suits. Remember those? Yeah, That's about the, the 60s. Shoes. I mean, guys actually wore shoes with heels on. Absolutely, yes, I man. Did. I think even did you have yourself some fucking fucking? No, no. I, I, I was, I was, I was a kid. Crows yeah, out there stomping moths with his shoes, blood. Dude, I was a child. My childhood was the 1970s. Did you say groovy? No, no. You didn't that, say that groovy or dig or cool, anything. Cool was that. Cool was a big Turf. thing. And Look at him rolling that fucking carpet. Yeah, the I carpet they played on. It's truly it's awful. green concrete. It's literally. I, I was watching that that Colts. Uh, plus, uh, plus, I, I watch. Okay, this is another thing I watch. Is I watched the Vikings touchdown drive against the Raiders in Super Bowl Eleven. <laughs> I wanted to watch the drive, which was held by a rough in the uh, punter penalty. 
that the Raiders had. There was a play. They threw it to Chuck Foreman. Chuck Foreman was great. Chuck Foreman was a great player. Third and 14. I could sit the corner down at the sticks. And if you went to try to go by me, I knocked you down. That was prior to 1978 when the NFL made it illegal to hit a receiver further than five yards from the line of scrimmage. Look at fucking that mu- red oh, yeah. mustache on well, Jerry Glanville. He, he was the D coordinator for the Blitz Grits, the late seventies Falcons. Look at that coke on his face. Whoa! The, no, the, the, that, that was his. That was yeah. Joe Ferguson, Joe, Jim Hart, Ferguson stunk. Ferguson stunk. He's overrated. Stabler's in there. That's tough list to put together. Oh, I'm gonna love this one. I'm gonna love this one. Yeah, Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. I, I could contribute to this. Archie Bad teams. Good quarterback. I don't though. know if Archie belongs on the list other than the fact Look that at Damon Amendolara. He looks like a fucking spawn of Satan. There you go. There's Peyton. My dad. My dad. I live in a swamp. <laughs> so Manning was good, though. Oh, oh, he he was a scrambler. Was there ever so back then? But back then, player movement was non-existent. Like you were stuck on your team. Like if Manning played in current times, he probably could have just become a free agent. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is before a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Archie Manning was good enough to win a Super Bowl. You think, right? I don't know about that. Those teams were so fucking bad. But he would have flashes and moments like this guy's a good quarterback. We can keep up talking with the fucking guy. Yeah, because he was. But, uh, he had to scramble because he was under siege. That that, that was the problem. He the was, team the, was, he so was bad. the Chicago Bears quarterback of his time. Yeah, yeah. He was. He came out in the '71 draft with Joe Theismann, Dan Pastorini, and Jim Plunkett. You know, and and, and then it was uh, and it was him at the oh. time in the '70s. Do you remember the Bears like it being known that the Bears don't have good quarterbacks or have never had one, or was the quarterback kind of just? Another position on the field at that time. No, no, no. The quarterback was, you were the man. You were supposed to be the leader as, as it is. It, it was not nearly as Old Roger as it is Starbeck. Now. It's also the fact is the rules are so in favor of the offense now that it's not even, and even now it's even worse. So it's, there's this guys are open by 15 yards. Yeah. Then he got, he was under siege. I didn't realize Bart Starr played until like 1979. Oh, he played no 71. Played from, played from 56 to 71. That's a long time. Absolutely. Do you There's have Chuck Muncy? Do you have any faint memories of Bart Starr? No, no. Uh, being the coach, the coach of the Packers when they were a god awful football. Look team. at that jersey, the tearaways. Yeah, yeah. Five games, just twice. Yeah. Archie's problem was we'll never find out how good he was because he was always throwing from the back of his hand. I love those Absolutely. red Falcons uniforms. Uh, he, he played for the Vikings late in his career. Archie? When he, yeah, when he, yeah, when he was a free agent. He played for the Oilers and the Vikings at the end of his career. He actually had a couple good games for the Vikings. Archie and fucking Herschel Walker, both fucking late tread Vikings. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Well, well, Walker actually had some games. But that trade Walker had a good them. first year with him, right? Didn't he get like a thousand yards his first year with the Vikings? Yeah, yeah, his first game was an amazing game, but they traded everything for him. Uh, and that, you know, I have to give Dennis Green credit. He took that team over and they, be, they, they got rid of that Herschel Walker trade in, in their consciousness in a hurry. They just got rid of that and just developed. They still had enough players. God, if they would have had like a draft back then, they could have been. <laughs> Amazing, Steve Grogan. Yeah, he was very mobile. 
And when it was time to book, he, he, you know, he played Super Bowl twenty. You know that, right? He's got a scram, blood. Yeah, yeah he played Steve Super Bowl. Steve Grogan's <laughs> got Jets, cat. Kim Bocamp. Steve Grogan looked like fucking Peyton Manning. I know. Jim Zorn. Jim Zorn. Lefty I remember Jim him Zorn. as the coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, he, was he, he cried. I think he cried during a press conference. Large early stages of the franchise, and he was the perfect quarterback for that team. He's still an iconic figure. An iconic. An athletic and then who else? Followed an icon in Here's your boy. You're going to say Burt Jones, wasn't it? Oh, Jones is nine. Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at some of his past, look at his spiral. To Belichick, suck off Burt Jones. Look at He was as good a talent yeah. I, as I've ever been around. You know, when yes. we were leaving in the middle of the night, that moving van, Burt Jones helped us fucking load up that moving van. Uh, I want to been the best pure passer. One of the great forgotten players in NFL Absolutely. History. He had an absolute, his spiral was, Jones. it was late. You know what it was? It was Favre-like. His arm was, Follows he had a howitzer. Did we find the guy when we got the guy? Didn't they blow the team up in the early 70s? They traded United to the Chargers. They had yeah, like wait, and, and then they drafted him first in 73. First. first round pick. And then some other fucker who became a gambling fucker. What, well, was Arch Leister. Uh, the Arch Leisters, that's when they left the city. So the Colts were your team as a kid, like no, the, no, the, no, but it was the, the local team. Well, no, 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 it was the Redskins. But I remember annoying the Colts because I was close to Baltimore. Belichick, thirty-five years later, talk about in my career, I can't think of another quarterback that I would say had a better arm than Bird. Nobody had a better yeah, arm than Bert Jones. I'm he telling you, through a damn wall. When, when you watch the highlights, Bert Jones, fucking Bert, Tom Curran, fucking New York, New England, fucking Journal. When you watch his, but he, but he got injured. He was, he was always hurt. You get, he had a three year. Look, look at him. Look at this. Look he at that did. Fucking, oh, look at that. You know? They tackled his knee. Yeah. He tackled his knee specifically. Yeah. One of the coaches come over to March Broda and say, What are we going to run? He said, I don't know. We'll see if Bert calls. That's the kind of confidence that Ted had in Bert. And I would say, That's the kind of confidence. Ted Marsh Broda. You also know, I, I mean, you know, that, that was his first job. Belichick was a film guy for the Colts back for, then. For in the, Ted Marsh Broda and Bert Jones. I tugged off Bert Jones several he times. He was great. Handed him towels. I would do that towel slap on his there bare ass. There he is. Yeah, I remember that. Zest was clean, but he wasn't just a pretty face. Yeah, he had a Bert killer arm. Bob Greasy makes the list, and the fucking yeah. panel is flabbergasted. Because they were like, he handed the ball off for nine years. Yeah, but he <laughs> Someone hears when you know he was bad. Look, look, look at this arm. Look at this arm. And the number one it's a good, I mean, that's a totally good pass. Someone says, they were like, yeah, he didn't pass much. But that one pass would fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's the mark of a terrible, like an average ass quarterback. There he was maybe the best quarterback in football. Yeah, he had a period of time where he was. Three playoff losses yep. and a shoulder injury not even Hawkeye Pierce could fix. Kept Jones Didn't the behind. Bengals have a quarterback that a shoulder injury fucking fucked him up when Steve, when Bill Walsh was on the offensive coordinator for the Bengals? Well, Kenny Anderson. It was, was pre Kenny. Oh Anderson. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. There was some guy, I guess, who was a great athlete that I never, I never he heard liked, of. He blew out his arm his rookie year. Yeah, yeah they said he was the best com- uh, quarterback talent they ever had. Like so, Bill so, Walsh said, he would have been Joe Montana. Yeah, no, no, no. He, he had a, a stronger arm. He had an incredible arm, I guess. Blew a shoulder, so they had to totally change their offense. And then Ken Anderson came in, so they threw like touch passes to the to the He's running back. Oh, Ken Anderson was a good quarterback. Absolutely, they call him Kenny. Kenny Anderson. Yeah, he went. He's from Illinois. To me, Burt Jones yeah. is in the Hall of Fame. If he doesn't get hurt, if he doesn't get hurt, he's absolutely up. right. He was fucking good. He was you love absolutely, Burt Jones. absolutely. Watching his highlights, it was like holy shit, man. You could tell. We Kenny need a Anderson. white athlete. We need a white athlete. Bob Trumpy. 
Kenny was the guy who didn't make mistakes. That guy was very, uh, they, very Bill Wallace was, he was looking for the next he Ken Anderson when he drafted was Joe Montana. It was directly related to it. I love the bang, orange with the bangle yes. word on the side of that, it that, with that's the, the word That's the first bangles. helmet that I remember. Ever? Absolutely. That's tremendous. Oh, yeah, no, that is, is the Bengal helmet. To watch somebody just perform, watch his footwork and watch yeah. his arm. If you want to copy somebody throwing the football, Kenny Anderson. Kenny Stabler, I fucking shoot. I'll eat the <laughs> fucking guts. I'll take a snake and rip that him. fucker in half. I, I've been I've been watching a bunch of Monday Night Games in this era. <laughs> this song gets me fired up to this Anderson day. was hot like WKRP's Johnny Isaac Curtis. Booby Clark. Those are some 70s-ass names. Ooh, absolutely. This four-time Pro Bowler was known more for accuracy than distance. Yep. Ken Anderson's numbers blow away most of his. What year, how many years in was he when the Bengals went to the Super Bowl against the 49ers? Uh, he was uh, seven seven years in. So he was a vet. A he yeah. was like, that was like, he. they finally made it. Yeah, 81. Should they have gone, when did they be, get good? Well, they were good, like, unfortunately, back then there were only four playoff teams. They were always, like, the fourth or On fifth best team. And so they they lost to the Raiders one year, 31 to 28. I think they mentioned in this that if if, like... They just couldn't beat the Steelers, basically. Yeah, exactly. They couldn't, and, and they would play tight games. The Steelers were a fucking force, man. They were an absolute force back then. Watching that Colts, the Colts had good players. Ways, the Colts had guys who were like pro, they had like seven Pro Bowlers, and they dismantled them in this game. It was Look un- at Ken Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> take a kid out of Augustana College. It's going to take a while for him to come. He yes, sir, sir. Yes, years. sir. No, it's, it was 10 years. And looking at film, he was one of these guys that if you could ever. The white, white. You can yeah. get he was one of the, the Steel Curtain. Dwight. Dwight White was good. He, he was just in the Steel Curtain. us all the time. We could never get to this guy. He would dink us all. Thanks to you, it works for all of us. The United Way. I remember like, wa- looking at those ads and being like, yes. You were all so, about the United like Way. They're doing good Hyped things. you up for, for the world. The United I'm going to sponsor them one day. Did you ever think you were going to be on a Wheaties box? The Wheaties box was a oh, thing when you were a kid, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Chris Spielman was on. Get the fuck out of here. Absolutely. He was in high school. He was in high school. He was in a Wheaties box. But still, some think his spot at number eight on our countdown is totally bogus. Ken Anderson at number eight for the all-time quarterbacks of the 70s. No, it was was just 10th year in the league. Ken Anderson needs to be higher on this list. You know, he's not a Hall of Famer, but I think he was one of the real good quarterbacks. Keith, back then, he'd probably throw the ball like 24 times a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or 20 times a game sometimes. Maybe 30, maybe. Even more dazed and confused. The Vikings. Smoking, ripping butts in the stadium. That's a good time. (laughs) Look at that guy hitting the bottle. In the... uh, Like that to me is when I think of sports, ripping butts and drinking in the stadium. Absolutely. I mean, no, I didn't do that, but I was a kid and that was like, no, I remember my, my father in the capital center going to a hockey game. My father smoking a cigarette in the seat. Best of the rest. And I don't see Dan Fouts. Damn it. I fucking hate Dan Fouts. Dan Fouts is a failure. He wasn't good enough yet. The eighties when he got really good. I think that's what someone, I think he is on the eighties list. Yeah. His first good year was 79. This is his first good year. 79. They yeah. had the best offense in the league, one of yeah. the best in history. 70, I'm just a fucking backy. You are you spit on backy? That's what me. I'm, I'm just a spit of two. Sports on writer it. for the Houston Chronicles. Likely would have been our number 11. 11, 11, that's okay. But like it or not, this is only the top 10. So their their best year was 80. That was the Air Coriel, right? Yeah. Was he their head coach? Billy Kilmer. Yeah, absolutely. 
for look at, anyone now. To look at Billy Kilmer and be told that that was one of the great quarterbacks of a, of a decade. You could put, I think you can replace Fouts with, with fucking Kilmer. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll bet with Billy Kilmer though, the, th- the thing with him. You know him. He was your quarterback of the childhood. Well, probably, I remember right? him. I remember him. He's one of the first quarterbacks I ever remember because he, he played for the Redskins. Kilmer and Bob Greasy are probably like they're your up two. There. They're up there. Yeah, they're, they were like respected they, quarterbacks. If we only had Bob Greasy. Now, well, they had the Vikings. The, would the win. Vikings had Fran Tarkenton. Yeah, and Tarkenton. Oh, Tarkenton was like the stat all time stat leader Absolutely. for a while until until so Marino. How, how many for years, years? How many arguments did you get in trying to convince people that he was the greatest quarterback that ever lived? There was no argument because he was. <laughs> Tarkin he was a great he was a good he was like quarterback. The first mobile quarterback wasn't oh, he? absolutely absolutely well, one, one of them you it's know and like but look at Sonny Jurgensen he wanted to get a second Sonny Jurgensen were a good team back then. sounds like jerking off to me he's still alive and it proved to be he's still a alive move he's like Jergensen 86 or 87 Billy Kilmer Billy Kilmer wins the NFC championship played for UC, played for John Wooden back at UCLA back positions uh, this year this year to give you a stat and, and put the key put this on hold oh yeah this year a stat that you'll like Justin Fields had three straight games of running for over 100 yards each game and he tied Billy Kilmer, who did it in 1962 for the 49ers. He was a great athlete. He was Mickey Mantle-like in his alcoholism. Oh, He I'm was sure. a raging I mean, alcoholic. look at that neck. And, and, and just like, I guess... Football players that only wore the one bar, <laughs> they had balls. Oh, and, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and he also, he would be bloody... He was a total... That was back in the era, was a... Being an, you just had to be tough. As what I man, love about these players is it. they were all bloody and beaten from the game, and then they'd celebrate and they'd be like, "Hip hip, hooray!" <laughs> well, and Mar- <laughs> that was the Marv Levy one. <laughs> Marv's a horse's ass. But he's a jolly good fellow. But he's a jolly good fellow. <laughs> fucking Paul men, Allen. Men like singing fucking songs. Paul at Allen and oh, shit. God, I hate him. Yeah, but yeah, Billy Kilmer. He was tough. See, look at him. That was that 72 team. He led him to the Super Bowl. He had the most uh, most touchdown passes in 72. How many touchdown passes did he have, Keith? In 72? 72. He had the most touchdown passes in the NFL. 12. 19. Ooh. He had 19. Also, what I watched, and they another Redskin, because they brought up Joe Gibbs, was the top 10 draft classes. Because one of the 70s skins classes yeah. was in there. Yeah, absolutely. And then the 74 Steelers Player had to be number that one. Era that had the biggest part. 83 Bears was number two. Yeah. Did yeah. always see him. They won the Super Bowl two years later those. with like five of those players. Billy really should have been playing for a blue collar town instead of Washington. He'd have fit better with Cleveland or <laughs> Pittsburgh or Buffalo because that's the kind of player he was. Wear some gravy. He was fucking. He was steak. The reason why I believe Billy should be on this list is because of his toughness. It certainly wasn't because of the beauty of his passes. I can tell you. Yeah, yeah, that was the big joke. His passes. You see he that pass? The most ugly. Ball yeah, he, he did. Ever saw. He totally did. He saw the ball. He but might not be in the top twenty-five. I don't think there were Billy Kilmer. Billy Kilmer. Gravy. Yeah. There you go. There's his passes. Now win all out. At the same time, Bill Kilmer. Every time as a Redskin fan watching him, I'm like, why can't he? As a Watch fan? <laughs> yeah, he couldn't sell a sick spiral. logo. I know. That the R, R with the yellow helmet. Do they you, had that for like two or three. I don't remember that one. But it was, do you remember the spear on the helmet? I don't remember that. I remember the the, the, the new image in 77. The, the, the new brand new racist logo they unveiled. Yes, exactly. 
Was that was that one? Suffer my, uh, but my the career. AFL and NFL merger. That's when the that's when the NFL became the real league. But truly, yeah, truly, Keith, it didn't truly start becoming like this true phenomenon until the late seventies. By the late seventies, I mean it had taken over. It was big in the early seventies because of the merger. But in the late, it became much more sort of media driven and stuff. You know, yeah. Late seventies. You want a break at some point, or do you want? Yeah, we probably should. Let's do a break. Let's do a break. Let's watch number six. Let's watch. Yeah. And then we'll make it a break. No, That'll give me time to uh, pull up some commercials. Just look at the results. He belongs. He belongs. Yeah. Everyone who wants Billy Kilmer talks like this. Fucking Billy out there. You get him with a <laughs> prump pile of a pile of sausage. He'll fucking clean it up. Again, look and at and that I, neck. <laughs> you're just, you're just that wearing. is a neck that has been fused by NFL tackles. <laughs> it's also like... Like wearing white T-shirts and shit, and you know what I mean. Like, oh, I'm I'm working out, Jim Hart. Well, you know, Billy couldn't look to the left after a while. Jim Hart, I think, has more interceptions. Jim Jim Hart was the guy who had decent receivers. He always connected on his passes. Never won games. No, 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 that's not true. Uh, that, that that he's an idiot. He doesn't know he's talking about. He's a sports St. Louis sports fan. He's probably he doesn't know he's talking. They were they were they were the Bengals equivalent in the NFC. They were always the fourth to fifth best team. They went to the playoffs in seventy four. Couldn't they and beat the Niners? Was they they was, couldn't beat the Redskins. The Redskins were in seventy six. They were ten and four last year. The fourteen game season, and and they didn't go to the playoffs. It's a ten and did four. Did Lomax replace Jim Hart? Ah, uh, yes, absolutely. Jim Hart played yeah. for like fifty years. Oh, he played forever. Eighteen. Seasons. He was a, he was a backup for the Redskins in eighty four. Like he backed up Joe Theismann, like his last year in the league. Hart was, uh, they had J.V. Kane, who died right. on the field. Right, he died in 79. <laughs> heart attack. He, was, he was a good tight end, though. Oh, Coriel was the offensive coordinator for the Cardinals. No, no, he? he was a head coach. So, he was head coach. Wine, we ate the crap. When Coriel wasn't talking to a phone on a tree, he was dialing up the most advanced passing offense of the decade. Yeah. And Don would always be yelling, throwing. I mean, it'd be third down and in. They were saying he, he built the San Diego offense in St. Louis. Well, he also, Sid Gilman was was his quarterback coach and as a kind of his offensive consultant. I mean, Sid Gilman, who, who basically invented the AFL passing game. Yeah. You know I mean? So and, and Mel Gray was good. 85 was good. They also had Roy Green was a very good receiver in the late. But the, they also had a, a Roger Worley. They, they had a white receiver. Pat Tilly had a oh, white a receiver. Name. Pat Tilly. The white, did he have long blonde hair like Bolitnikov? No, no, he, he had dark hair. Bolitnikov looked like he was also going to fucking close on your house after he caught a touchdown. <laughs> no, I, I thought he was going to hack on your house with a fucking a lung. The Vikings smoked them. The Vikings smoked him in 74. I would imagine the, the Vikings were also them. a hurdle they couldn't get over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they could, the Vikings were about to move them up. <laughs> no. No, Jim. Jim would be a little lower than, in my opinion. Hart was a guy I think people always underrated for a couple years. Jim Hart was as good as anybody in the game. Get a couple hey, years. Man. There we go. Give me five. Hey, blood. Give me five. Richard Belzer. We got to talk about Belzer. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about Bells. Here, what, let's, what, what commercials should we have on here? So you think our list sounds pretty good? Well, don't touch that. I'll just dial, get in. We'll just do it. You probably don't have one. We're only halfway through. Here's a look at our list so far. All right, we'll be back in a, in a minute or two. Here, I'm just gonna smoke a little bolski. 
opportunity to rest with them Salomon. Welcome to the 90s, Mom. Why, thank you. For safe and effective pain relief, Advil, nothing is proven to work better or last longer. Wednesday, Mary Tyler Moore visits Ellen. Oh, Mary! Ellen, then the pressure's on Drew to choose who gets a promotion. What's the answer, pig? That's right, Charlie. All the angels are here, except one of them's had a horrible accident with a pink truck. This is just a success on Drew. All new Wednesday. I come from the generation that's always said, well, I'll be married, so I'll be taken care of. My goal in life was to be a beast. There we go. But at 50, I found myself alone, divorced. And I said, I'm going to open a ballet school. And it was wonderful. I took my money and invested it. I felt great. You know, it's a skill to manage life. You know, it scared the pajamas out of me. Chew on this. The average American eats five times a day. Five times. And only brushes twice. Chewing Trident after eating can help you fight cavities five times a day. Yep, Trident helps you fight cavities. So every time you eat, chew on this. Trident. What makes Lubriderm different? Clean moisture. The kind that's water-based, not oil-based. So it helps protect from dryness without feeling greasy. The clean moisture of Lubriderm. See you later, alligator. Take a good look through Transitions lenses. The lightweight plastic prescription lenses with a special tint that lightens and darkens as the light changes. Lightweight plastic lenses that darken and lighten just like that. It's comfort you can see day or night, outside or inside. Ask for Transitions lenses. Call 1-800-680-6700 for the Transitions lenses eye care professional near you. Moms of every stripe want to feed their kids only good foods like calcium-rich Dan and Animals yogurt with no artificial anything. And part of each purchase helps support the National Wildlife Federation. No wonder moms flock to Dan and Animals. What are you really watching when you're watching your weight? Well, watch this. Creme caramel, banana cream pie, lemon chiffon. Only Dan and Mike gives you all the flavors you crave. We know what it's like, so we give you what you like. Taste why it's Dan Friday on TGIF, first can Steve hang with the homegirls? What would be? Rock, paper, scissors, or down and dirty some wrestling? And all new family matters. Then, Corey and Sean are cramming for finals. What kind of twisted mind would think of a final schedule like this? Hi, gang. A new Boy Meets World after an all-new Family Matters Friday on TGIF here on ABC. Muppet tonight, coming soon to TGIF. <laughs> okay, so we're not quite ready yet. Roseanne will be right back. How are you? Bet you thought kiss-proof lipstick was a good idea. Until <laughs> so you put it on. You take my nerve and you rattle my brain. Now the latest from Maybelline, new Great Lip. The first kiss-proof, budge-proof lipstick that's actually triple conditioned. Feels great on. Feels good, baby. Won't budge off. So kiss your old lipstick goodbye. Goodness gracious. New Great Lip by Maybelline. Great balls of fire. Now that's blonde. And this is red. For those who want the very best, there's new Ultras. Ultras color now comes with Ultra Color Care, the best conditioner of any hair color. I'll never have color like that. Oh, yeah? 
that uplifting. That's the power of color. The new ultras from Clairol. Hey, you must be the new blue M&M's. Mm -hmm. How's it feel being the new guys? Dad, Get back in the bag. Well, that was a brilliant idea. I'm dizzy. The new blue M&M's accept no imitations. Before we do anything else, we gotta meet Mickey. And this is Disney World. Sure, I wanna do Thunder Mountain. I'm definitely riding Dumbo. But first, I gotta talk to Mickey. I gotta meet the mouse. And after that, off to Adventureland. But not until I meet... Call 1407W-DISNEY and make the dream come true. He says hi. That Mickey, I can talk to him all day. Saturday, the turtles are back. Awesome! And this time they're going all the way back. Hey, which way did they go? To ancient Japan. Dudes, we're legends! Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, Saturday, parental discretion advised. is an ABC News special report. The 96 vote for New Hampshire primary. Now reporting from Manchester, Peter Jennings. Good evening, everybody. The first in the nation primary has been over for an hour. Polls have been closed for half an hour, to be more precise, and it is a very big surprise. ABC News now projects that Pat Buchanan, the political commentator, has going to be the winner of the New Hampshire primary. Pat Buchanan, an upset victor here in the New Hampshire primary. We also predict that in second place, will become Bob Dole, who was for a long time the nominal front winner, front runner. This is a very big setback for him. And in third place is Lamar Alexander. Just to repeat, ABC News now projects that Pat Buchanan, the political commentator, will be the winner in the New Hampshire primary. Ran a very explosive campaign in recent days. Fourth place will go to... The LSS pass your test. I can't seem to find my tickets. Oh, I must have left them in my other fanny pack. Um, fellas? All in favor kicking Chris out of the fan club, say aye. Aye. Okay, fine. I'll just take my baked Tostitos with me. Baked? How good can they be? What do you think? Tailgate for me! Hey, I'm on the tickets. Really? No, not really. <laughs> Wednesday, NBC takes you inside the high-tech war on crime. From night vision to cyber cops to wild new weapons. The future of crime fighting 8, 7 Central, NBC Wednesday. Afraid being a designated driver will spoil your evening? It's a lot more fun than ending up in the emergency room. And now, beauty tips from Philip's House of Skin. Who's Philip? My skincare specialist. Most men don't think they have time for pampering. <laughs> but they're wrong. <laughs> Trunk Phillips time-honored skincare techniques to help you feel better. And look better. Experience Phil's tender touch when Phil Hartman guest stars on all-new Third Rock from the Sun. That's on NBC. Third Rock was big. We're coming back. The number Everybody. one movie in America is Broken Arrow. Ain't it cool? The Lost Ooh, Broken Arrow. Calls it. I, I don't know this oh, 
This is John Woo. Oh, yeah. John Woo and like the height of Travolta. I think this might be pre-face-off, around face-off. No, it's, it's the same time period. But this is like, this is post-Pulp uh, Fiction, getting him back into the into the game. You know? So do we want to settle into 1996 or do you want to continue on with the top 10 quarterbacks of the 70s? I, I kind of want to go top 10 quarterbacks okay. of the 70s. We'll go so back. I just, because of watching this Burt Jones thing and, and watching him against other quarterbacks, it's it's just been, ah, it's just... It's been eating at you. Well, because it's just he's he's a guy I remember. Like when I was a kid, he was definitely a name of football. I mean, the ghost of the post. I remember I actually listening to that game, and I was eight years old. So you think I hated the Raiders? Well, don't touch that dial. Hated even though the you Raiders. probably don't have one. We're only half. Just bringing your TV set in there. Look at those powder blues. Those were yeah. beautiful uniforms. Yeah. Those Houston Oilers uniforms. Man, yeah. They're running down the top ten because this is back when it was like in the, going through the commercials. This was like <laughs> the infancy of the NFL Network. This is like yeah. all they had. Yeah. Were yeah. these top tens? Yeah. Great personality. Ken Anderson, back when they looked like the Browns. System to perfection. I feel like it was just Ohio teams are orange. Like they the team like they looked exactly the same. Well, that's that's because Paul Brown, you know, got fired from the, the and Browns. Created and, and the Bengals. Created the Bengals as a competition. You gotta let go. Art Modell, I think I mean he 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 was he was the name they're named after him. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like it's like I told Larry that and she was like, That's so lame. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was that. I was like, they were going to be called the Brown Bombers because of Paul Brown. And then wow. they just became the Browns. Who is this? Please check his comebacks. He could hit a gnat in the oh, ass. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. The Kenny the Snake Stabler. Yeah. He can hit a cross shoe from the man of man in the front of guy. No one looked like him. No one He was the like MVP him. of 76. No one talked like Bert him. Jones really was no the MVP of 75. Was Kenny Stabler the quarterback when they beat the Vikings in the oh, Super yes. Bowl? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So he's like a thorn in your side. I, I don't like Kenny Stabler. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I don't like that Raiders team. When I watched that game, I watched good chunks of Super Bowl eleven this week. About 20 minutes of it. And I, I always watch the play when they blocked the punt. The Vikings blocked the punt when it was 0-0 zero to zero in the first quarter. And it was a great block. It was a totally athletic play. It was like they blocked it. The Vikings blocked 18 kicks that year. 18 kicks in a year in one year they blocked 18 what they do in 76 the vikings they were in the super bowl oh, that was the that was their last year in the super bowl the night before the third time they lost in four years following day and i don't think we ever did but we did did they have a shot in 76 no so the raiders were a fucking powerhouse they were a they, they were 13 and one i remember like being in awe of their greatness like they were like oh my god this team is amazing, you know. Was that the Madden squad? Oh yeah, absolutely. What was his side of the ball? Was he a defensive coach or he was originally, he was originally a linebackers coach? Uh, he coached Super Bowl two for the Raiders. Uh, he was a linebacking coach. And then go long. So he was uh, deadly accurate, but intermediate passes. Uh, he, he, you know how many passes he threw in Super Bowl eleven? Four. Nineteen. Nineteen. Because Fred Bolitnikoff was the MVP. But it, it was that their guy, defense. Willie Brown. So here's what happened. Here's what happened. Willie Brown. I, ha I have to again. I've repeated the story. I'm going to say it again. This is it. I'll be on my deathbed. I'll be saying this story. Here's what happened. Zero to zero. You know, the Raiders are not the Raiders yet. They hadn't won the big game yet. So they were actually tight early in the game. They missed a field goal. They had a oh, good old Had they paralyzed Daryl Stingley yet? No, no. That was the next year. No, it was two years later. It was in 78. This, this is the 76 season, early 1977. I'm watching this game. Faint, 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 faint memories 
I was in a, in a Indiana truck stop snowed in. Probably like people are right now, I imagine. Yeah. You know, uh, the whole northern yeah. part of the United it's, States it's, is there's a bl- this system right now that we're going to get is there's a blizzard warning in LA County. You know, I mean, that I think it's the first time since 1989. This is like some double dragon future weather. You know, yeah, you know, going I, on. I, uh, I mean, I, hey, we need the water. We need the water. So I'm like, fine. We got, we got to get that. But the point is, I'm watching the game and the Vikings, oh, okay, Raiders are tight. Miss an opening field goal off the upright. Vikings have a, have a, a shitty three and out drive. But the Vikings stop. Then they, they block a punt. Ray Guy. And they say, Ray Guy, ne- best punter in football in the Hall of Fame. Only punter in the Hall of Fame. You know, and Ray, they, guy. Ray Guy. Ray Guy. And Fred McNeil blocks it. And it goes, Bobby Bryant, the previous week, he returned a blocked field goal for a touchdown. And he also blocked the punt. He had an amazing playoff run. Bobby Bryant was like their defensive back athlete. They blocked the punt. It goes right in front of him at like the two yard line at the two yard line, but it had such weird torque that he went for the ball. Then it bounced back over his head. It didn't go into the end zone. It bounced back over his head. You know, that's how weird they they sort of the torque of it was. Vikings recovered at the three yard line. Two plays later, they fumble, they fumble and the fucking Raiders recover. And then it was like switch turned on. We are better than you. And they just, they they just became a dynasty. Yeah. yeah, At that moment. And it's just like, that sticker peeling off his head yeah that that was yeah absolutely his his helmet is shaking and his head is staying stationary it's like a legendary oh oh, yeah yeah fucking clip clip. clip. absolutely i mean listen that sealed the game right they knew they were gonna win but that was like when they when they had to pick six it's like yeah there's no way they're gonna lose this football game your kick you know once in a while so my point is here they're upset about greasy yeah Every pass hurts you when you're playing against it. I don't know there was ever a smarter quarterback, at least during this era. I have scar- He wore glasses, that guy. He was a genius. Yeah, you know, Shula was a good coach. Shula was a good coach. He was. I was telling you, I no. thought of you because... So I was also watching the top 10 ter- season turnarounds. Yeah. And apparently the 1970 Dolphins are like this famous team because in 69 yeah. they were terrible. Yeah. And then they went from I and then I made me think Crocious only knows the like the Dynasty Dolphins. The, the Dolphins were great when I was a like kid. he probably you hated feared the them. Dolphins. Like oh I oh at, well they beat the Vikings in Super Bowl eight. Yeah, they said that that team was actually better than the than the undefeated team. I watched chunks of that game just recently. They were the gym kick and shit. It, the Dolphins were up fourteen nothing in the first quarter. It was over. The game was already over. They processed the the Vikings had a great defense. They had a legendary defense, and they Alan just Page pro- and shit. He's in the Hall of Fame. Carl, Carl Eller, not not Ahmad Rashad. Their defense was really good. Jim Marshall, Carl Eller, and Alan Page were both in the Carl Hall of Fame. Eller. Sounds like a dangerous football player. Yeah. <laughs> Carl, and then also was Paul Krause, also in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Their defense was good. Bobby Bryant was a good player. My grandpa killed Krause in World War II. And then, and then they, uh, his gift was they, he was a great. They literally, it was like they couldn't stop them. They could every single play was a positive. Play. Brian Greasy was a better quarterback than Bob. Uh no, no, I Bob, know, Bob, but yeah, his number. You know, what did Pat, Bob do in college? Oh, he, well, was he, he a great college player? Uh, he was. He went to Purdue. Uh, I, I have no memory. They, they, I think they went. I mean, I wasn't born yet. But I'm you sure know? you yeah, probably. I'm you know. wondering if you researched it at all. Uh, yeah, I think they went. Is that? Do you lack football knowledge like pre your life? Like, did you ever go back and study? Of course, like, I've gone back and studied. I'm a total fucking football. Of course, I have. I mean, I, 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 I've gone deep nerd cut. Crow knows a lot about Curly Lambo. I, I think that. Uh, 
I think the like um the one of the last time like when Purdue went to the Rose Bowl with Drew Brees. Look at those glasses. That was the first buddy. time they had gone. My parents saying since '66. Since '66, like the, the Purdue went to the Rose Bowl in 2000. That was their first time since Bob Greasy in 1966. He was what they based Lucas on. Lucas is fucking <laughs> Bob Greasy. Phyllis George, the now deceased Phyllis George. She was a looker back then. Oh, huh? oh yeah, but she and she oh, was man. a total lightweight. Just a complete. If you watch her. It is a feather a lightweight. lightweight. I mean, the questions she would ask, and the, it was like it was feather. What was your touch. favorite play in this game? So what? You know, tell me something about. Oh, you see, you were born when? Where's your family from? I mean, it was literally the most <laughs> dull. Like we're just having a Sunday conversation, you know, with with a person in an old folks home. Everybody had an afro doing that time. Yeah. I had a perm in the seventies. Would you believe that? You had afros yeah. on one side, and you had long hair on the other side. I actually right. like that era of football, dude. Who the fuck you know what was I mean? Like Atlas. Dudes had a personality Look at back that. then. That I looks like, like my dad from the fucking early nineties. <laughs> did, did he have long hair like he that? He had like a long mullet perm. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Pastorini. He he had terrible stats. I looked his stats up recently. They're Joe Namath like. He literally has like 40 more interceptions. Joe Namath was a terrible quarterback. 220 picks and 170. I won't have Joe Namath being a Hall of Famer. But but what is that fucking guarantee? What is in the name of the event? It's the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Because he was the most famous human being. For, I mean, he had his own television show. They'd talk about men's fashion. Dick Schaap would come on. He was literally, seriously, he was the Michael Jordan of his time. Colts, Jags, Thursday Night Football. Yeah. With Mike Vanderjack on there fucking. Look at Pastaweenie. I always hated Pastaweenie. Pastaweenie. I, I hated Pastaweenie. Did you say Pastaweenie? Yes, yes, I said. I hated Dan Pass my weenie. I hated him. <laughs> Who was four and five? Four Super Bowls and he can't even get first. Yeah. Terry doesn't get any respect. He was, you see, I, I, I can't spell respect. Terry didn't get any goddamn dead there, dude. All right. See, I have no memory of stupid uh, of stupid Bradshaw. I have memory of Lynn elite, Swan. Fucking, and like, he won the MVP in 70. You only know dialed in Bradshaw. I, I will say, when they, when they played that Colts playoff game that I was telling you about in 1976, they had to go on the road in Baltimore. Like the, the first third down play that the Steelers had, 76-yard touchdown pass from Bradshaw to some backup receiver, Frank Lewis. And it was like, oh, my God, they're great. Like I mean, they were great. You could tell they were a great team. And you hate them inside you. Hate him. Glanville got a lot of play in these early fucking top kid, tens. He was yeah. a kid from Louisiana. Did I think he lit it up off the field? No, he always seemed a little socially awkward. Little fucking Terry Bradshaw. He was out there throwing <laughs> balls like a Q-tip on a ballerina skull night. You know I, what I'm I, saying, Ked? I'm I, not I, funny. I just say a bunch of things and a lot of real fast and a lot of words. I'm the male Sarah Squirm. You know what I mean, Ked? I, yeah, this was the that was Super Bowl fourteen. I remember watching that. I hate like a comedy. You know, I'm just over here like a jaguar in a hen house, and then my friend comes in and he's like a fucking piece of paper and a blah blah blah, and then my guy's like this. No, I hope not. Thank you, guy. I have a personality. Yeah. Up there, don't you? Have your cup on, man, because it was coming in at Noli Ryan's speed. Yeah, he did have a howitzer. He had a totally how strong arm. Noli Ryan. And he did it. Master. Give everybody a nickname, kid. I'm a right wing Republican now. Yeah, he is. And I always felt like it was like this finger, like a he had a howitzer. Button. 
I mean, that, that's a pretty good throw no, ball. I say he you know what I mean? It's a pretty good throw You can beat him with a pipe and he'd still go back out there. My era kind of football dropped back and you had to wait till they got over. You got blasted on the stick. Your lumps. Got blasted. That, that hit is illegal now. My kind of era football, you just, you do, know, do you know, take total punishment. You had no uh, agency as a player. You complain, they call you the F word, the slur for gay guy. You, you didn't want that. It was just a good era of the game. Yeah, you know shit like that was set up all the fucking time on the field. You know what the stats were? In that game, you know, was Swan was the MVP. He was 9 of 19, Terry Bradshaw. Nine, but Swan caught four passes. For 161 yards. That's a pretty good game for a receiver. Would you agree? Four passes. He's averaging 40 yards of reception. When you I mean, there were plays. Lynn Swan made no, fucking plays. I hated him. Oh, Lynn I Swan. hated the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. Oh, I'm sure. Hated the they Pittsburgh They were like Steelers. the... Oh. the Vikings. It's going to be how one. teams hate the Chiefs. There's going to be team. There's going to be pl- young kids yeah. who hate the Chiefs. Yeah. Because Patrick Mahomes always beats their oh, team. Cause it, and it was because the Vikings were good back then, man. They were a genuinely good. Football and they just team. couldn't get past. And they them. could, yeah. And they, and they played these. How many AFC mind. title games did they lose to the Steelers? Uh, oh, how many? Oh no, they lost. Oh no, NFC. Uh, or how yeah. many? How many NFC title games did they lose in that when they went to four Super Bowls? How many? Or the, was it like, oh, they could have went to eight if they would have just won well, more well, yeah. NFC? Or were they either shit or they went to the Super Bowl? No, 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 no. They. they uh, they went to uh they won four NFC championship games in seven years from sixty nine to seventy six. Uh and then they all but then they my very first memory in seventy seven, they lost it. They've been in the NFC championship game six times since in I've been sentient in my life. And they are 0 and six. They have pulled an offer in every <laughs> single one of those NFC championships. And you still maintain eighty seven was the best chance. Yeah, eighty seven was the best. Better than ninety eight. And they would have beat the better, Broncos. Yeah. The Broncos would not have made the playoffs. If they were in the NFC, the NFC was a superior conference. It was so much better. Even in the nineties, I was watching pro bowls oh, yeah. and they were talking about how like, or what super bowl was it of like the Baltimore Ravens, I think were the first AFC team to win the super bowl. No, 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 the, no, no, the, no, no. It was the Broncos, the Broncos. when they beat the, the, the Packers, they hadn't won a super bowl in 15 years. Yeah. It was and it was NFC blowout games. I mean, it was the bears game. Those Niners Bronco game. I mean, the Vikings would have won it in 87. Uh, the Vikings would have won it in '87, and Tarkin will be number two. Staubach's going to be number. Were they one. good in '86 when the Bears were in '85? Uh, the Vi- that, that was the only team that gave the Bears even uh, even any game was the Vikings. Did they make the playoffs? No, they didn't make the playoffs. No, not in '86. They, they had a good team. But they, they, you could tell because the USFL had folded. Jack. The USFL had folded, so they got Anthony Carter, Gary Zimmerman, who's in the Hall of Fame, and Keith Millard from the USFL, and a couple other good like uh, starters. They got like five players, and they got good. I'd say the first thing that comes to my mind in the 70s would be... Look at Scott Farrell with my dark hair. I haven't really lost my mind yet. I still got access to my children at all times. (laughs) Got custody. They still speak my name. Now I host a gambling show. Yeah, yeah, they... I mean, come on. But they, uh, but they lost in seven, their 75 team with the Hail Mary pass play. That, that was their best team of that era. That team had a chance of winning the Super Bowl. They you wonder, I, this is how the old head, like great. someone older than you, you wonder how good they could have been if they would have never let them go to the Giants for those six years nah, or whatever. Because nah, nah, Tarkenton famously was on the Vikings. Yeah. They traded him. Yeah. 
and then they got that's him 77. back. That's the first game I ever saw him play. Yeah? I, that's the first game I ever remember watching. Cowboys, Vikings, yeah. said they win. No, Vikings lost in overtime, 16 to 10. Was, I love those all whites with the fucking striped That's 78. He throws it to Foreman here. He throws it to Foreman. 44. Cogman was a pain in the ass. He'd gamble. He'd run anyway. Deacon Jones, I talk like this because I got CTE. I can't really emote much because I'm stuck in this position 24-7. Not what you wanted to do. I always hated targets. I really did. I mean, that... Uh Wimp Looked like he morphed into Morales. At 77, he broke his leg in that game. That, that's November 20th, 1977. Just to give up and fold themselves in the pocket. Didn't they look good though? Look at those. They look pretty good. They're solid uniforms, and I like that they played outside. Absolutely. Did it throw you for a loop when they got the hump dome? Yeah, yeah. It was. I knew they had to do it, but it was like that was their edge. That's what they want. Honestly, I'm gonna be blunt here. A lot of the games was because it was 34 yes, degrees. Yeah, and no one knew how to fucking play. The, they, they were 4-0 against the Rams. They dominated Was Joe the Rams. Knapp Mexican and Native American? Yeah, absolutely. One tough Chicano. <laughs> that, that was his cover of Sports <laughs> Illustrated. One tough Chicano. That's what they said. They were being woke. That was actually woke. You know, hey, it's inclusive. Their 75 team was truly yeah, great. The 75 team. 73 Dolphins. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be great if he would have broke his Look neck at, on that fucking stage? Oh, I tipped it. The 76 Raiders. Oh. My brother wept. Wept. They were all better. Not even debatable. No question yeah. about it. A tremendous quarterback, and I would never penalize him for not winning a championship. So, you, like, Tarkington's up there with Marino of, like, one of the greats that just never yeah, won yeah, it. But he, even worse than that. He went a bunch. He went three well, times. Well, Marino won his rookie year. I feel like people second forget year. about that. Oh, then that second team was year? good. Yeah, it was the second year. They, they were good. But Did he sit his rookie year, Marino? No, he's the first. Three, he was good immediately, right? It was like the first six games, and they were like David Woodley, and they had been to a Super Bowl with David Woodley like a year earlier, and they were like, no, no, this guy's that good. Like you know, that was a big deal. Again, that's when the, the Dolphins, when they went to that Super Bowl, it was like this is like one of the all time great franchises playing the 49ers. You know, it was like this epic kind of clash. Yeah, because the Dolphins be were a force. They were a force. Well coached. Can't put him ahead of Stabler. I just can't. Yeah. No. Well, I don't know who could be one if he's two. Yeah. Because he was it's, the best. Yeah. It's uh, it's stop. It's stop. One quarterback. Uh, of the yeah, Roger uh, Starburst. Of course, it's Starback. Yeah, he was in the Navy for uh, fucking. He's one of those he was fucking in Vietnam. One of those lame cunts who fucking <laughs> served our country. Yeah, yeah. For, for six I, I take that away from you. <laughs> People always say, "Oh, Todd, Ted Williams went to World War II." Yeah, what a loser. He had to. He could have played ball. I, I guess like like they didn't <laughs> shut baseball down. Uh, he had to, when he got he had to go back to Korea. We're winning the war. He, he had to go back to, during Korea, and he was upset. He was just like, "Come on, man." I fought in World War II, but he was such a badass fighter pilot. He was a great fighter pilot, you know? For some reason, that's one of my Isn't favorite. Isn't that bizarre? It's one of my favorite lines of a League of Their Own fucking, uh, who's not Penny Marshall, but the fucking dude who directed it. What was his name? Oh, Gary Marshall. Gary Marshall. And he's like, too bad I don't need him. What do you mean you don't need him? We're winning the war. <laughs> I just like how he fucking can't have girls playing baseball if we're winning the, the war. <laughs> we had the whole. Uh, I, yeah, I just, counted again, them. Roger Staubach. It just. Ugh. At least he was in the end. Of, well, they the, when were the Cowboys ascending when like. Oh, when they were got younger. Him. Oh, oh when I was, dude, they, they were the they dominant were, team. They were like they won the Super Bowl in 77. 
They beat the Vikings and go to the, and they beat them so twice. So the Cowboys stayed good and the Packers got bad. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, the Cowboys were a force because those the were the 70s. two teams of the sixties, um, the late fifties and sixties. Who late fifties? Who the, not, not the, the, Cow- Cowboys the Cowboys and oh no, the, 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 the Packers. The Packers Cowboys like. They had a big rivalry, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. In, in the late sixties, they had the Cowboys couldn't win the big game. So uh but 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 they they got better. And and when they won the Super Bowl, the, the Cowboys were the best team of the NFC in the seventies. They just were. They were the best team, but the AFC was dominant. The AFC won eight Super Bowls. Oh, I wanted to tell you because this is this'll play into this. I forget who it was, but they asked some oh Al Frank and they asked him about the Hail Mary, and he goes, You mean the push off? Mm-hmm. And he was just like, exactly yeah, what it was. he goes, it was a push off. Yeah, he was. Like, it's, yeah, it, it, there's no debate. <laughs> he pushed off on him. It's, it's just, you know, it's and it wasn't called. You know, it's just because just it was like the all. Is that part of why you hate him? If you- yes. I mean, it's that's a big reason why I can't. Was that the NFC title game? No, that was the NFC. Cha- that was a divisional game. And then they beat, they played the Rams the next week. They beat the Rams 37 to 7. The Vikings were going to the Super Bowl that year, and they had a good chance of winning it. Chuck Foreman was an amazing football player. He had 23 touchdowns in a 14. This is Super Bowl. Yeah, but this this was called the touchdown. So the Vikings this would have was played the, the Broncos t- in that game. In that yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, and they would. Yeah, they would have beat the Broncos. That would have been two Bronco teams that they could have beat. Yeah. They would have beat the Orange Crush. That was the first time the Broncos Drive had even gone to the playoffs. Probably. Actually, that year. you know, I watched that fucking Super Bowl between the Broncos and Cowboys recently. The Broncos light up some early passes. Like, it's close early. Yeah, yeah. You can actually tell you. To find a way to get Yeah, it, it was interesting watching it. Like, the pivotal moment. When the Vikings blocked that punt against, uh, you know, when they blocked that punt against Ray Guy, that was late in the first quarter. Yeah, it was still 0-0. Zero, zero. It was still 0-0, zero, zero, you know? Even though I knew it was a minute and 16 seconds on the clock, I was like, no. You know. No. I know. Don't show credits. Can they come back again? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. He's like uh, the original comeback. <laughs> Brian Trainum. Brian Trainum has a story about this game. The, the yeah, owner of Escondido. Right. But, oh, against the Skins? Yeah, yeah, because that was the last game of the 79 season. And, 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 and they came back and scored two touchdowns late in the game. And, like, in, and people were upset in Washington. They were So Trainum told me he, a buddy of his father's was watching the game when that, that play happened. He picked the television set up and threw it out the window <laughs> that game. That Those were back when televisions were substantial oh, pieces of furniture. It was like it was like, you know, it's like 80 a, pounds a or something. Yeah, yeah, they pick it. You know, it was heavy. It was like he he threw half his living room out the yeah, fucking window. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, book, bookshelf. Yeah. <laughs> Only I do with one girl. He was like 50 when he is rookie year because of the Navy. Well, yeah, All yeah, those fuckers who join the Navy you know. or play pro baseball, those, he's like Chris Winkie to me. Yeah. <laughs> Glorified Chris Winkie. Out there yeah. fucking. <laughs> That's funny. 60 years old playing with children. At the same time, of all the like, XNF, he parlayed his football fame into he, he sold his real estate business for like $800 million. No shit. He's damn near a billionaire. Oh, like, fuck. he's. He's got a you, no way. He's left wing, left of wing. You think so? <laughs> Gee, in the navy, I don't know. Professional, yeah. You think? I mean, he's a uh, yeah. He is a conservative man. They said you know they try to convince him to do politics. 
and he just he's like no no he, he was just like there's I'll exterminate too many gay people if but, I become a politician and, and, and he's just like no there's just a right way to do things and if you don't do it that way you're just wrong like that's basically his sort of like it's a I can't there, you know if you're gonna do politics there's a certain compromise that goes on within it even now oh it's so separated so divided there are still conversations that go on between the sides when certain things have to get done you know yeah there's hot button issues. But but he just I guess is a very heaven and hell reality. There's just a right way to do it and a wrong way to heaven do it. Heaven and hell. Well, that, was, that was Super Bowl thirteen. I, I remember that I one. I think well. he would have beaten the Steelers in both of those Super Bowls. When Roger goes to bed when he picks his rings off, you hear plunk plunk. They're tiny rings. They didn't have the substantial <laughs> ones. They're they're fucking wedding bands. Well now they're just so gaudy. It's just like come on. Oh now it's not even an, like they. It's a ring that opens up. It's like a fucking gumball. Yeah. Like they're not like <laughs> I know. They're they're like fucking. <laughs> accessories outside of rings you're not I, yeah. they're not made to be worn yeah it's bizarre during the decade we yeah. were at the river the, at the riverside county fair they had a booth that had replicas of super bowl rings oh really of like the big gaudy ones wow. and it was next to a booth that had 300 shirts of all conspiracy theory graphics on it God. saw the star of david didn't want to read the words God. but i saw the star of david so he's got people are unhealthy. It's weird. They gave the, that guy a booth at the fair. The, the conspiracy thing is alive and yeah, exactly. I mean, he probably had to pay some money, but you know, yeah, but, but still, they, they it's amazing. Not. That's America. Yeah, he it's, paid it's, his. He paid his piece. Yeah. They had a giant fucking train. The uh, I my the states, maybe the country's largest fucking like Lionel train set. They have mountains, wow. a storm, little towns and valleys. Jesus. Like it was a giant, like <laughs> it was the span of the entire fucking like yeah. warehouse. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they're all 70 years old. They got fucking <laughs> blue veins fucking popping out of their hands. <laughs> I'm getting there. Yeah. Well, that was the top 10 quarterbacks man. of the seventies. Yeah, man. So yeah, but TV history. So yeah, it's February 20th. Uh, let me pop on some some entertainment Absolutely. for you here. TV history. I wanna, but yeah, yeah. It, we'll it, start it, with these commercials. With these commercials. Commercials. And then uh, see we'll, to me we'll, this looks dated, but not that dated. Wednesday, Mary Tyler Moore visits Ellen, Ellen in the closet. Ellen. I don't think she came out until '97. Yeah, yeah. I remember that was a big episode. Isn't that crazy? She. I'll tell you what. I'll be honest. That show. It was funny. Oh, I liked Ellen. It was, it was funny I was stuff, a huh? fan of. I was a big fan of Ellen and Drew Carey. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's some moments of comedy in it. I mean, I, I don't totally dismiss it. You know, yeah. She was. Uh, she was. That was a big deal. Like her coming out was like a, a threshold moment, and like you know, I, I wonder if like people like who know gay history well, if, if that's deemed like a moment or something. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, if, if that was like ooh, a threshold, so it had the, to be, right? The big shows at the time right now are in February. This is fe we're, we're talking about February 20th, 1996 right now for the listeners. We're going back in TV history. When I was living here my first time in L.A., I wasn't even 20. I wasn't even 27 yet. Wow. That's when I used to still go out. <laughs> like I used to think uh, Chicago and L.A. to me were comparable drinking towns when I lived here in the 90s. That's not the case anymore. Chicago's a far better drinking. So the big shows of the era are Third Rock from the Sun, yep. Jag. I think Jag just started. Jag. 
Jag, you that jag. jag. I watched that jag. jag. You know that jag? Xena Warrior Princess. Oh, that was huge. Hercules. Yeah. Those are like prime syndication. Yeah, absolutely. They would show that like anytime I was, when I was waiting for a Cubs game to come on. Yeah. You'd have to sit through some fucking It was like a kind Hercules. of a late morning, early afternoon. Or Andromeda. Very early afternoon. Do you remember Andromeda? Yes. But Babylon that 5. That was Sorbo after Hercules. Babylon mm-hmm. 5 ruled. I never watched Babylon 5. Father Ted good? was on. <laughs> Touched okay. by an Angel. Friends. Oh, Friends was huge. ER, Party of Five. Yeah. Babylon 5. Walker, Texas Ranger. Frasier, which they're bringing back. My, my grandfather's favorite television show was Walker, Texas Ranger. He was no still shit. Alive. That's the, it's the last 10 years. Everyone's of his life. aunt and uncle and grandpa loved it. X Files was popping. Yes. Lois and Clark. Deep Space Nine, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, <laughs> Jonathan Quinn Medicine Baywatch, <laughs> Home Improvement, <laughs> Step by Step, Jonathan Quinn. Is that what you yeah, call that, that, well, that, that's what there was some journalist for the Sun Times when Jonathan Quinn was a quarterback, you know, for, for the Bears. Like, we got Jonathan Quinn. <laughs> that's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> medicine Woman, like, oh my God. I mean, if you did that now, would you truly be canceled if you did that? Would you? Probably. Would you? I mean, would you though? Oh, a hundred percent. Nowadays, I got Jonathan Quinn, and, medicine it, woman. You can't make any ref. That's why Tiger Woods got in trouble for doing the tampon thing, because you can't at all at all suggest that being a woman is lesser. So, like, the reason you'd get canceled is because you're implying <laughs> yeah, yeah, that he's a woman, which means he's bad. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Which I mean, yeah, there's obviously it's what well, sexist. It is. Yeah. It is. You know. I'm trying to find some, but, you know, some prime let, programming Let's also here. talk about your personality a little bit. <laughs> How about that woman? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that will never happen. The men will never win that one, you know. But look at the way you're acting. <laughs> that would not be a good argument in today's milieu. If that was your argument against that? Maybelline! God, she was really... Pr- Christy Turlington, I had a... Huge crush on her. Ooh. Huge crush. Pretty woman. Here's a little 10-second shot. Pretty woman. This is a little quick 10-second shot. Testimony helped with this couple in jail for 11 years. Now he's changed his story. Did Dale Aldridge sexually abuse you? Never. Why the change? Never. I ain't fucking gay. It's, it's still the same stories now. It, it's like, this is what news is? This is what... People do things like this, Keith. People do awful things to other people. Don't think about the economy and how it's structured. Don't think about your your financial situation. Just be entertained. Other than just taxes. Yeah, this is what I mean. Oh, this was the 72 and 10 year. They were fucking untouchable. This this team was so dominant. Ooh, look, he broke his ankles. He literally broke them down. Yeah, no kidding. He broke them down like a fucking mule, like an F word. Isn't that crazy to be able to do that? Where you're that sort of dominant with the ball... Wait, oh, you're that weird, like that freakish level of athleticism. What was it about I mean, the DNA of Michael Jordan? Oh, by the way, I, I, I watched this week about Michael Jordan. I, I looked up some of the things he owns, and he, he's big into like elephant skin patterns on cars That's and on his great. private jet. His private jet is an elephant skin pattern. You know, it's like my God, he, his his uh, just his cars alone. It's actually, I thought it'd be more money than what it was. He only has like six million dollars worth of cars. I thought it'd be more than Man, this fucking blizzard of 1996. Matches the one that oh, we're I remember expecting. that. Yeah. The Weather Channel's Dennis Smith explains. 
Yeah. The blizzard of February 1983 will long be remembered. It caused major problems for the residents of the Northeastern. It as an intensifying low-pressure system that took a track along the Gulf Coast and up the Atlantic. Yep. Three hours of the Weather Channel from uh, 1996. Yeah. <laughs> BWI. I've flown into BWI. I discovered BWI later in life. I didn't take it a lot when I was younger. I took National Airport a lot. That was my big airport of flying out of. National Airport? Na National Airport in D.C. Not even Dulles. Dulles had just been built. Dulles had just been built. Hi, this is Marcia Cross from Melrose Place. Happy Mardi Gras from Fox. Someone just rips her shirt off from behind her. Look at a young Jam James Kimmel. Kimmel. He was still around. He was just he was just appearing. I was gonna say it was yeah I'm saying he was just. I don't realize it was that because it's pre man show. Oh yeah, this was like when Ben Stein's money era. He still had a name. John, Tonight, Jim Belushi Fox still has a world premiere motion picture. I saw him at the of a hit comic book club. series, The X Men, comes Generation X. Oh, they got the power. They got the technology. Yeah, <laughs> they're the new generation <laughs> of superheroes, and they're coming. Yeah. <laughs> the world. I don't you remember this. I have to watch this tomorrow. We're watching this on the show. I'm finding Generation X and we're watching it. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, the Tuesday night movie reigned supreme. Let's actually go to the TV listing. So on February 20th, 1996, it was a Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, there was a movie called Sins of Silence. Uh, that was a brand new TV movie. Generation X was on. Oh, fuck. Gen I want to watch X. this so bad. Let me God. see if I could find this Again, movie. I didn't own a television for many years in the 90s. I just didn't. I didn't own a television because I, I, I was just, you know, I was one of those guys. And I mean, for like two years, two and a half years, not owning a television set. I'd read a lot, you know, but I was also working. I was working in, a, in Chicago. Oh, my God. Fighting fuck housing yeah, discrimination. Dude. Fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Look at fucking Howie Long. He looked young, dude. He looks yeah. like fucking his son. Yeah, absolutely. Those boys look identical to yeah. each other. Yeah. His kids became professional football players. You know? So this was the intro to the movie. Generation This was when fucking... Why are they making a big... Mardi Gras was a big... Na they tried to make it the national thing for a while. Yeah. Because this is like when, the, when Stern was throwing baloney on women's tits. <laughs> So they wanted to fucking bring Mardi Gras into the world. Yeah, this was Stern pre uh, uh, Sirius. You know? Oh, yeah. When he was like, when E was just starting to fucking do fucking filth. Yeah. Ooh, look. They're showing the X gene. All life mutates. <laughs> this is fabulous. I mean, this is just a to be continued. We're continuing this tomorrow. Honestly, I'm going to say this, Keith. If I was ever given money to produce a show now, this is how it would look now. <laughs> this is the best I could do. How much time will we have? I, I would, you know, it would look that bad. 40 seconds. Then the brain fluid will be contaminated. We need to cut it open. What, so it's Frankenstein? Yeah, this they're already butchering my beautiful comic book, The X-Men. 
Is this supposed to? Oh, is this Wal Wolverine's origin? No, this is like based on the X Men. So they're taking oh. the the comic, the the concept of the X Men and younging it up because there was a comic book called Generation X. Okay, but it's all based heavily in the X Men lore. <laughs> and this, you could tell they're just gonna have like kids with suits. This was all playing off Power Rangers. And like the hype of the kids television show, like the Saturday morning cartoon era. Saturday morning kids shows were the shit when I was a kid. Yeah, th th I think they might have, because I know for me, every generation thinks it was their generation. My generation was the first one to start getting it, but I think you guys actually perfected that. The Saturday morning. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. It was still a thing. I don't even want to fucking get going on this. We're about two hours and five minutes in. Do you want to ease out of this episode yeah, yeah, here, yeah, Crocious? Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta hit the road. Well, let me uh, let me let me do it right here. I want to fucking start this the song. It, look at the. I mean, is that Kevin Dorf? No, no, it's, <laughs> no, it's a Dorf. Or Steven Dorf. Or anyway, uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow Dorf. night. <laughs> I feel good in that. I'll see you guys tomorrow yes, night. Good time. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I hope you're listening, having a good time. I had a fun time. Uh, this will be posted tomorrow, and then we'll we'll do a fresh live. We'll be watching Generation X. Thanks for uh, we'll see my you, boys. Love you. Thank you. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>